Back for more, I see. You gave me so much at one time. Yes, I do. I may have bigger for you. Bigger? It is part two. Part two. Welcome. We're back here. Talking about the movies of the last decade. That's right. 2010 to 2019, uh, mm-hmm. as if nothing happened bef- between these two podcasts, as if it was <laughs> nothing only happened. mere minutes ago, and we recorded Only mere minutes. Yes. But that is not For sure. true. We have good old Phil back with us. That's me. That's Phil and brother Drake. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. <laughs> and <laughs> Mr. Tim, that is me. And as we said, we're speaking about the movies. We, speaking about the movies, we have last time stopped at the year 2013. That's right. Year of Pacific Rim and gravity and lots of movies Mm -hmm. about the end of the world. But we're moving on swiftly to 2014. Mm, Yes. Because this was actually a special year. I think when I was making this list (laughs) for the first... (laughs) Five years, it was like, oh, I was I was looking for movies. I was like, this was an interesting movie. But I remember from 2014, and it might have been that on your original podcast um, called uh, Phil and Jake in Conversation, we did these end-of-the-year movie conglomerates of podcasts that were huge. We did. They were long, and we talked about all the movies from that whole year. And I remember this was when we started to look at the movie and, you know, pick our favorite movies. And I remember I was being shocked that there's shocked. there were movies, so many good movies. Okay, well, okay. Um, 2014 sense. for Jake and I were was like the worst, but that's okay. Has nothing what? to do with movies. What? Why was 2014? It was just, it was just, it wasn't very good. Poopoo? Yeah. Poopoo caca? Bad year, yeah. bad year. Poopoo caca. Well, I see you anyway. two brothers, even though you had a poopoo caca year, you have picked two movies together. Mm. Mm. Oh, yes. Phil and Jay combo. Wow. It's almost the same, except for one. Almost. Except almost. for one. Well, there's something beautiful there I see in Phil's row that I'm very excited <laughs> is there. I am a proud papa of to have to be honest. That's great. I'm glad you think so. <laughs> I do. I, when I saw that, so I was like, Phil and me will tackle the first one together. Let's yes. go. All right. Who wants, who Let's wants to it. take... So we have two movies here for Phil and Jake. Who yep. wants to tackle Whiplash? Uh, Go for it. So interesting about Whiplash is that Phil actually told me about this movie, I believe. Mm-hmm. I did? I thought it was the opposite. Awesome. Yeah. That's I remember you telling me, and I think you, Tim, as well, maybe. Maybe. I remember be, seeing the videos be. of um, J. Jonah James. What am I talking about? J.K. Simmons. <laughs> J.K. Simmons um, being very mean to someone at band practice. And exactly. I thought, I, think that's what I mean, most look, people remember. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll kind of, I, I might watch this, and I eventually did. Yeah, because I think you were saying how, or at least I had the impression that maybe it was uh, scarier. Uh, yeah, like yeah, like yeah. Oh, just like, like a murder, extreme. No, 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 like drum set murder, thriller. You know, you know those movies. They like market that like it'll shake you up and it'll psychologically, you know, twist <laughs> okay. your mind. <clears throat> yeah. I thought that was gonna be it, was and I thought. I thought it was going to be something like it was just kind of like torture, you know what I mean? Just this guy abusing, <laughs> like like saw verbally, the drum sets. taking the yeah, but just with just yelling him, yeah, stuff like that. So, and I but so I what, took the plunge and I watched it anyway. So, what made it be so good to be well, on your first? List? I just want to say that remember um, our mutual friend 
Pista, who was a, a guest on our old podcast. Oh, yes. I remember him writing somewhere on social media for some reason. I vividly remember he's like, if you're a musician, don't watch Whiplash. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I was like, okay. This is very uh, I will watch it now because <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious now. Uh, Whiplash was actually a very, very, very good movie. I, I liked it a lot. Uh, because it's a, it's a combination of uh, music. You have like sort of a, you think it's going to be about this character who's going to go study jazz and you think it might be a tale of, uh, you know, it's tough, but do your best. It'll be okay. But then right, you right. realize and you realize how psychotic this instructor <laughs> that uh, is a jazz band um, conductor, you realize how, how crazy he is at pushing, uh, you know, a student he thinks who like has it in him to be the best, but to his yeah. psychotic mind, he thinks that's like destroying everything in your life except for, you know, the work, masochism, and the work. music. You gotta yeah. feel the pain, and it's so cool because you, then yeah. it explores that concept of right, like how much is it worth sacrificing for something like that? What are the limits of that? Yeah, With and they art. went extreme for and sure. At what, and at what point does you know art become? Uh, not anymore. If it's not enjoyable, at what part is it valuable anymore? Right? And those do you think that's the if it that's, destroys that's your, like if it well? destroys your life? What you know? Oh, like, okay. For, yeah. for me, that was an interpretation. For personal, yeah, like a, from the personal point of view, not like yeah, you know, value, but like to you as 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 a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah, a like a limited like, human. Right. Like, yeah. what's the point if you can't? Mm. What do you think of the criticism that musicians have of this movie? I remember uh, that's Adam just Neely that's just regular. A, honestly, like this is the same as. People having criticisms of historical films, people like <laughs> of any histori- movie, history experts, doctors people, of like people, yes, hospital exactly. movies. I am always for making it more realistic, but there's always going to be something that people don't understand when because they don't understand how you were making films, where you have to like sometimes you just do it for the sake of the drama, just so it's juicier. You know what I yeah. mean? But I mean, it, I yeah. I totally agree, but I think why people were more vocal about this because. A, there's not a lot of movies about music schools, and B, not a lot of movies about drummers. And I think mm-hmm. most people, this is the only thing they know. And it's like, and this happened with everything, you know. I, today I watched, uh, I found a website which is like, hey, you know, it was a, it was a YouTube video from like a camera from uh, a poolside uh, lifeguard. And I was like, hey, spot the kid drowning. And it was impossible to spot, the, you know, the the... The lifeguard spotted them and helped them. And it was just like a case of like... Was there a kid oh, drowning though? Yeah, there was a kid drowning, but you don't oh. see it. like Because the problem is we're all used to from movies and TV shows, people when they're drowning, they're splashing around, they're making a lot oh. of noise. But the opposite of someone's drowning, usually don't have a lot of air, they're quiet, they can't make any noise, they're just there drowning. And you know, it's it's <laughs> what the movies made us think. So obviously it's it's everywhere. I, I don't want to go into... I don't want to go into a tangent, but I experienced... A little bit of that drowning. That's so, oh, oh, and it was so bad. And it was like I don't know if you remember this, Jacob. This was at the uh, um, in Austria when we had our friends over. Like we had a kind of retreat with our with our parents and our our friends from Croatia, and uh, we were in a public pool. And we were doing that thing where I was carrying one of my friends on my shoulders in the water, mm-hmm. and we were doing that wrestling thing where you would kind of try to knock each other out. 
But okay. the water was so, was so, this was when I was 12. The water was so close to my face that it's, I had to be on my tiptoes. And thankfully my dad was on the opposite side of this fight, right? He was holding another kid on, on, on okay. his um, shoulders. Oh, they're talking about and the, I was, the, and I was just fights. like, <gasps> and it was feeling like I could feel me giving up in the water, you know? Wow. And then my dad quickly yeah. like pushed, pushed, pushed us, you know, stop playing around and then just dragged me up and, yeah. Oh, it's 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 a scary. I'll, I'll send you the link so you can see it. And, and there's hmm. a nice little Sounds description scary. of how to spot someone drowning. That's the opposite of what you usually think. Yeah. So I, I also liked how the film was sort of like shot, and it's yeah, of it's course, pacing. The, the gold. Did you did you see it's all the good, edits that they did? Movie, yeah. Did yeah. you see how they composited the the scene with the band practice, the famous band practice scene? Because how they when they initially made it, they made a short film. Do you remember that? Oh, yes, 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 It was just that scene of and the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was yes. just like spec, you know what I mean? It's like, you, it's short film, but it's also meant to be like, hey, we can, you know, fund a, a feature for this, right? Yeah. And they actually used shots from that short film in the feature film, but they had oh. to g- grade it and they had to also like do some After Effects work to composite like close up so it matches with the oh, yeah. lighting of the scene. So that was interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah, and I wanted to say one last thing. This is obviously a spoiler, but I think the movie has been out for some time. Well, if you want to skip, six years. Go ahead. Uh, I really also <laughs> like the um, the ending, the finale scene. Yes, because it's in watching it, you really think that this might be a tale of like, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah. So sometimes it's you know just throwing the towel for your sanity, and then yeah. the guy goes one eighty. And like yeah. sort of worships, in a sense, this conductor, and just to please him. I remember I watched a. a well, not to a, please him. It's more like to show him, to show. Yeah, to show his show his back. You know, it's like I, yeah, I, I got I got some muscles here as well. Kind of. You're not I the remember, craziest one. Kind of, but I remember I yeah, watched yeah. A, a little YouTube essay critique, which I thought was an interesting interpretation, mm-hmm. where he said that at that moment when he sort of like his dad embraces him, and he's like, you know, it's okay, let's go home. There's next year or whatever. And then yeah. the kid turns his back on his dad and he was explaining how that was like a moment where the kid sort of finally, you know, like lost his goddamn mind <laughs> where he like, you know, leaves the nest and becomes his own man. Right. Uh huh. But, you know, at the same time, he makes a very horrible decision. To, uh, and he, he put it this way that he, at the end, he's like this combination, like you guys said, of like showing off, but also like in some bizarre way trying to please this conductor who he knows is horrible to him. Yeah. So it's that sort of really, really bizarre, um, well, terrible it's the, you relationship. Know, the sort of, uh, what was it, Stockholm Syndrome, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People, yeah. people cool. get used to being abused. Okay. So yeah, that's what, and, that was and I just liked how, yeah, and I liked how it was entertaining too. It wasn't just... True. Over, it was yeah, yeah. It was about drummers, <laughs> but it's like super hype. It's like it was yeah. entertaining. Yeah, it was fun. Okay, go. Okay, so Philip, uh, X day. Oh no, you Tim, pants. you Tim. No, no, no. We're doing you, you, you now. You should go next. Yeah. Oh, I go next. Um, Grand Budapest Hotel. Budapest. I love that movie. I think that's my favorite of his. Still in his. I sh- do you recommend it, Tim? Oh. I, I, <laughs> Dude, you need to watch. Okay, we'll watch it when you come. I over. need to watch it. One, yeah, right? let's, do, let's it. do that. Because I think it's it's the and I love all his movies, right? And also, I keep saying his because I can't remember his name, which is funny. But <laughs> it's not Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann is the and I wrote the other Grand guy. Nudapest. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's Nudapest that is not. That's probably the um, dirty X-ray version. <laughs> Brand, the Grand Budapest. The Grand Budapest. Come on, what's his name? Hotel Everybody Budapest. who's listening knows knows his name, but we don't. We and can't I love remember. this director, but I am really bad with names. You have to forgive me. And I, I know it's not a really thrilling podcast when the host can't remember a single name and usually uses character names instead of actors' names. Yeah. But that's just the nature of the beast. <laughs> and I keep I keep on vamping, but or whatever that word is. What's his is. name, Jacob? Jacob, you're googling. Ooh, What's happening? Wes Anderson. Wes, Wes Anderson. Anderson. So Wes Anderson, <laughs> like how you guys were waiting. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. Yeah. so. Wes Anderson. Thinking, surely you don't know. Surely you didn't forget the name of the director. I do. You come on. You've been podcasting with me for years. I, know, I, I remember. I, know, I, remember. <laughs> I thought you like have more interest in the director, so then like your mind. I can't, I can't, I can't. It's just, the funny thing is that I know if it was just sitting on a bench thinking about life, I would, I would know his name. Right, but now. <laughs> In front of the mic yeah. with you guys, it's like, uh, true. Uh, okay, so, so Wes Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Has been, Mr. Anderson has been making movies for a while. But I think at this point when he made The Grand Budapest Hotel, was like a melding point of all his styles. And especially after he did Fantastic Mr. Fox, he took mm-hmm. some of the visuals and some of the art style and some of the... Uh, cinematography that he did for that stop motion movie and he made it into real life and it just becomes this larger than life kind of feel of the movie that is really unique to his hmm. and i just love it and also it's tied to sort Isn't of we five, talked about four aspect ratio dude that movie yeah. has about seven aspect ratios oh, to tell you okay. to be honest. that's great and in, the, in the opening that. scene it changes aspect ratios like three times <laughs> because that's three, three different times but no, i think I... I talked about this before but not on this podcast but i specifically love this movie of his the most is because one it's based in you know budapest kind of thing but that's it's right. basically remnants of the austrian and hungarian empire was where i grew up most of the time so mm. the architecture all the little bits of of you know life and and kind of like things you know little items that my grandparents used to have mm-hmm. is in that movie combined with the music which is absolutely gorgeous and it uses all these instruments that i you know grew up listening into folklore music around me all the time like cymbals and you know all these instruments so to me it's very special and it's absolutely wow. hilarious that movie mm-hmm. nice okay so yeah the grand boat so of this hotel movie very funny movie hmm. i haven't seen it I'm i mean you guys it. are a big fan of um what's his face he played in the pianist mm, you like pishta. him brody pishta yeah because you like him brody brody, pishta. brody. oh you yeah like adrian him. brody you're right i thought you, you like were him I thought godzilla, you were... right that's no. not godzilla no. <laughs> king no. kong, right king kong yes yeah yeah that's, that's how like. I, that's how i mean honestly like usually when it comes king to kong. you know actors i always kind of find them out from these yeah. bigger movies so you know from there but he plays this amazing character and it's just his language he's so he just curses a lot and it and, and in that context <laughs> of that movie it's just so dramatic so you gotta uh, watch that all right cool all right. that's so grand, grand budapest, budapest hotel so what about what about future pants phil what can you tell you jake and phil right. both put jake future and pants. phil both went to x-men days of future past that's on our list um yeah do you want me to just mention? Yeah, I did whiplash. Thing. Why is why is what is this special? Why does this? All right, it's special, special because um, Jake Zero. and I Love have X-Men. been fans of X Men One and Two. <laughs> um, I happen <laughs> to like okay, and Sorry, we happen to 
Okay, so we happen to be fans of X-Men 1 and 2. Yeah. Thought it was a very good adaptation of try, of doing a style within the 2000s that was appropriate and trying to make X-Men feel like mm-hmm. like it's not, you know, it's not MCU stuff. It's not, you know, you're being, stylized. You're being it's apologetic. Not That's not what you liked when it came out. No, but... You just um, like Halle Berry's ass. That's what I was No, <laughs> Halle Berry was the worst part of these movies, by she the way. Was, you know. No, but I'm, I'm thinking, like, from your perspective when it came out. Because you're now talking about MCU, but when it came out, there was no MCU. There was no you know MCU, what I'm saying? no. But it was like, like why, yeah, why were it, you drawn to it when it came out? Like, why did you love it so much? Because you it were, had what, 12 the, or something? Oh, that's a good question. I think, Dude, I think I my answer know. would be that it was um, um, an exciting adventure, like, comic book... Um, like it was like when we talked about before many times of like you have these yeah. characters right that mm-hmm. were colorful and poppy and stuff from the comics that you heard of and knew about, but then the movie was sort of like a more serious, um, realistic tone. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I feel like it, it blended in to make you know, it feel like they could exist in real life, but it not. But, but with also not the as much as like Batman Begins know, aspect, yeah. like the mutants and the super which one was the future and, pants though? I and can't. I'm I'm sorry, like the story for X two is great. Like X two is still the best X Men movie in my opinion, and the music and the way it was shot, it's so lively, it's so kinetic. So when X Men Days of Future Past came out, this is where the connection happens. I listen to the score before the movie mm-hmm. and i don't know if you know this but the x-men main theme changed in every single film one two and three they were all different i was disappointed in how x-men three sounded and that was done by john powell the composer and then uh x-men um origins no what was it called not wolverine uh, x-men first class came out and oh, that, was that was a good was one i like com- that one that was good that was good and it was a different theme because it that wasn't was very same. serious i think i listened to the score of x-men days of future past before the movie came out and it was back to form john ottman came back with the x2 theme and it was beyond my wildest dreams and that was one of the most like listening to the score and not even knowing it was going to be that theme and hearing mm-hmm. it again i was just like goosebumps it was like one of the most exciting parts of 2014 for me just listening going oh, it's you know the x-men theme is back and i just like just personally okay. for me that was something and so the movie I came like out too, and because i love the x2 theme one of the best themes ever. yeah bum, brum, 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 brum. um and the movie came out and it was a pretty good movie like it it didn't drag it didn't feel like it was um which one know, was like this one piled was it the sentinels on, the 80s one the back in time to the 70s yeah Wait, uh, do you, you don't remember? With the Sentinels, with the yeah, Sentinels um, one, that one. Ugh. Ugh. With Bad. Wolverine, was, Wolverine traveling back in time. It was brilliant. Yeah, it was great. I love the movie. It's such a good film. I think it's yeah. like I would what, look what, at what, it. What? Sell me on the movie. What? Why is okay. it good? Mm, well, first of What's all, the, the premise is you have to like the X Men sort of okay, uh, okay. universe. Yeah, I'm, out, I think, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I can't sell it to you. <laughs> like, yeah, but the other but the good. other thing is that it's a it's a really fun time travel episode where they it's the future and it's destroyed by the Sentinels, and they figure out a way to go back in time to stop that. And I feel like that's already mm-hmm. and especially if you get Wolverine, who's a perfect like fish out of water character, and seeing and also like you get to see wolverine again he hasn't been around since oh the wolverine well yeah that was last year but uh that was a good one with steve yeah. merchant no no that's that's logan that's logan, oh, logan. Yeah, the wolverine logan. is logan is logan. all right rate your rate your x-men movies from, anyway i could go i could keep going to the worst. yeah i want to do that all right, all right okay. let's do it let's, let's pull it up okay. wait 
Jake, you want to do it? Yeah. I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I'll can, start, I'll start so. first because okay, I wait, have wait, wait. two that I like and then the rest can go to the trash. Okay. Number one, first class. Number two, Logan, and then everything else can be scrapped. <laughs> so wait, first okay, class, that's my Logan. list. Interesting. I think... That's interesting. I love Logan and I think it's a great movie for what it is, but it's not an X-Men movie. Yeah, yeah that's, I agree with that. It's a great yeah. movie and I think it's better than, than first class, but if you're ranking X-Men movies... To me, just first class just felt really serious and felt yeah, like yeah. like a like a proper movie. I and the rest say, is just like bunch um, of X two is number one because it's mm-hmm. dear to my heart because I grew up with it. But I also yep. really like the film. And then I would say the next is Days of Future Past. I think would be number two. And then mm-hmm. to be honest with you, the rest are like there's some good ones. It's like I remember X Men First Class was was fun and and good. And that's pretty much What's it. on the bottom of the pile, X3? And, and then Logan, obviously, like I said, is alternate, which is great. No, it's not X3. There's a worse one in the X3. No, and then the red ones are X3. Uh, the Wolverine wasn't that good. X-Men There's two Wolverine bad. movies. And the, 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 <laughs> worst of the, the worst of the worst was, uh-huh. I believe, X-Men Origins? Yeah. Which that's one's the worst that? Of the worst. that? That's the first like Wolverine <laughs> film. Oh, the, <laughs> the so one bad. with the skelly bones? <laughs> Yes, uh-huh. yes, yes, yes. Yes, yeah, the, the skeleton, the bone skeleton claws. Yeah, yeah. Bone claws. Mine, mine is X2. Uh, it's X-Men Days of Future Past, Logan, mm-hmm. First Class, mm-hmm. X-Men then, 1. Oh, I forgot X-Men 1. <laughs> and then <laughs> X-Men... <laughs> you totally forgot about it. <laughs> okay, X-Men 1. Wait, we're, we're keep, we keep going. X-Men 1, then it goes down to uh, The Wolverine, mm-hmm. uh, Apocalypse... X three, X Men Origins Wolverine. Oof, okay. Wolverine. You know, you know what pisses me off about the X Men. Every time I go see an X Men, I'm like, I can't wait. Hopefully, they'll. Oh, and, and they'll... wait, wait. There's another one, and it's what? called uh, Dark Phoenix, which came out last oh, year. Did, did you guys see that? See that? No. I watched it, and it was the most pathetic thing. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> it was really so bad. So bad. If you okay, want to so... see a movie and feel embarrassed, you can What's watch it. That. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? My favorite X Men character is Emma Frost for obvious reasons. And there's not a good Emma Frost in any crystals, of these movies. Any of these movies. No. None. None. Gonna agree. Gonna Wait, agree. Why? What, but I don't, I don't know what the obvious reasons are. What are, what are the reasons? Well, first, she's named after my wife. Emma. Okay, I know that one. Oh, right. She's got white hair. Blonde hair. Blonde <laughs> hair. And she's like, she has all the powers. She has oh. psychic Telekinesis, powers, telekinesis. Yeah, she has, she's got frost powers, and she's like super cool. Uh, I, she, has, she has crystal skin. Crystal skin, yeah. Sweet. I don't think she has frost powers. She's just no, it's, frost she doesn't frost. have like a, like, a, uh, yeah, 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 you're right. It's, I think she just has a frosty appearance. I, I, I don't want to keep going on X-Men, but I, yeah. I know these things because me and my friend Luke, we actually developed a X-Men 4 story way back in 2009 mm. and it was really cool and we were really proud of it. And of course <laughs> we never the, made it, but this, this, it was wonderful. This is, the, this is the third one now. It was, it was Hobbit. I know. It was, this X-Men, what was the third one? Pirates. Pirates. Are we gonna we're gonna find out more secrets. But before that, yes, yes. let's talk about a movie that me and Jake. Also, picked. Emma Frost was one of our main characters in that movie. So you yeah. oh now I'm sad. Now I am sad. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. I want to see Emma Frost. She was she was the leader of the X Men in that one. Okay, go. Uh, so me and Jake picked a movie. Yes. Uh, which uh, everyone knows. I am a I'm a Inaratu fan, and yeah. and I absolutely I loved that movie. That was my movie of the year. Birdman. Uh, of 2014 but i'm curious jacob yes why 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 birdman why birdman birdman my friend was a good man 
So <laughs> you, you recommended this movie. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I am very interested. It sounds very interesting. And what intrigued me was the premise, right? The premise is a sort of uh, down and out, um, sort of washed up um, former <gasps> film star yep. who, who, who in the glory days played a superhero called um, Birdman. And it's played sort by of sort Michael of Keaton, who played Batman. Correct, and sort of hearkening to the <laughs> you know like the idea of like someone playing Superman or something like that. And he's now you know washed up, and he's struggling to find, you know, some new spotlight, fame in his yeah. life. His personal life is terrible, and he's doing trying to do plays and things like that. And he's and and, and then then the, what I loved about the movie was that as you start watching it, it's a very standard kind of story and then you just it starts to unravel and you start to realize how much this movie is is playing with the sort of uh surreal bizarre and it explores this this character and his adamacy to do something different with his life yeah. and change it and really struggling to be able to, to achieve that yeah, I really liked that. I liked nice. the style. I liked the story. I really liked. I was totally like just also the one take thing, right? Scream. Yeah, it has a one take. Right. I mean, it's like a it's like a fake one take. There's definitely transition scenes, but it's not in real time. There's like days pass. the The one thing that would add to I agree with everything that Jacob said is what I love about movies like Birdman is that there's an obvious uh, theme in it. You know, like the whole washed up actor and what does that mean to them. Mm-hmm. And what is their processing and how, how they, you know, figured out the end. But to be honest, after watching this movie so many times, all of that washes away. And I am I just love the movie for what it is as a, as how it feels and what the characters are. Mm-hmm. And just experiencing those scenes because of that one shot, the camera keeps moving and you're like a spectator. Mm-hmm. And just just getting that feeling again of being in that universe is just what you know kind of brings you back to the movie and that's mm-hmm. I, I think oh, that's cool. a pretty cool yeah. accomplishment i should probably watch it no, you check it out oh man. my Definitely goodness watch yeah it, yeah though. check it out but you did watch another movie that there is a infamous episode on <laughs> it's the best episode <laughs> the, the, the saga the saga uh, yeah of godzilla and and I, godzilla and, and, it's, and it's on the list it's here it's on the list my, my friend Yes, so um, on my list is 2014's Godzilla, directed by Gareth Edwards. I put it on the list because uh, the kaiju Godzilla is near and dear to my heart. Mm. Been around since I was a kid. Uh, Never stopped being interested in the G-Man. And I was... This is the funny thing, like, okay, we talked about X-Men story. I never... Mm -hmm thought of making uh i I never developed anything for godzilla but Mm -hmm. i always want to make a big monster movie like like godzilla right okay so that's why my interest was like sliced in two because i didn't want it to be good because i wanted to make one (laughs) or like (laughs) so it's still 2014 and this feeling still remains i wonder when it would go a little bit yeah because i I, because i have like certain shot ideas ideas that i want to because like if they present if they execute what i had in mind i'm like oh people saw it already so why would i want to see it again so but at the same time i wanted to see godzilla you know big and proud and 
really this was the, realistic, you know? Yeah, yeah. After whatever, 998, there was no Western Godzilla movie. Exactly. You know? And that's yeah. what? That's 15 years. 16 yep, years yep. of no and, Godzilla. Um, honestly, like through time, I think I've warmed up to this film more. So, uh, Tim, what yeah. do you think of the band Gojira? Um, well, I, I listen to them. I think it's sometimes hard when you know what they're inspired by, in this case, Meshuga. It's sometimes yeah, hard to listen to something that's inspired by something that doesn't add or it's not too varied. Like, you know, like I can't listen to genty music unless it's like super varied. Like, okay, like Animals with Leaders or maybe Deftones. Mm. They do have gent elements, but it's not just gent, you know? True, true. So what if something too gentle, I'm like, well, I, why, why don't I just listen to the kings of gen? You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> sure. I mean, so I listen, these are I things curious. I don't understand. I was just kidding. No, <laughs> we're probably like talking about. like really weird language. Like, Gentlemen. Anyway, let's keep going. Um, yeah. yeah. And so for me, um, it has its, you know, setbacks, but I'm not going to talk about that. But I just really, for me, it was, I put it on my list because it was like a, I don't know, like a personally important time mm-hmm. to see. Like I was, a, I was happy to see Godzilla on the big screen. Can you can you uh, watch like it that. now by and enjoy it? Yeah, probably. I okay. said like I think I, I think I warmed up to it after. Okay, after, I, to uh, to me years. and I, I know it's not on my list because there's movies that are important to me, but Godzilla is very important to us, and it's a tradition every year we watch Godzilla that movie with my wife. Wow, it's just I love it. I love the it Mutos. because and I love it. Oh, you know, you know what, like. You know when you watch a movie and it's such a movie that you don't mind commercial breaks? Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. like you're like, oh, I'm, oh, okay, commercial break. I'm going to go get a drink, get a, you know, get some chips. So you're not, don't feel interrupted. Like in Godzilla, right. the human parts are like the commercial breaks. You're like, oh, <laughs> let's talk about something. Oh, it's fun. Oh, look at these people. Yeah. And it's like, oh, here, here, here comes Godzilla. The biggest here crime, comes, the biggest crime comes, was definitely you know? um, that they killed off. Um, oh, oh Walter White! You see, there you go yeah, again. I was gonna say, I, I was gonna say Walter White too. I forgot. Oh, man, Brian Cranston. Yeah. They, that was the biggest mistake. I think he was really strong at the beginning, and you know, it's too bad. It's okay, mm, but it makes it sad. Makes it sad. You know. True. True. I mean. All right. So we have one more movie that's from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Timmy. And this movie. This movie means a lot to me, and it's. I and I don't think. You know, like the term when the stars align. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I don't I still don't understand how come this movie was so good. Like you like <laughs> you know there's there's like yeah. there's been so many movies that are based on toys. Yeah, and they're all shit. Transformers, Battleship, they're, they're all just shit. <laughs> they're just they're just horrible. So yeah. obviously the you know what you're expecting is a movie about uh, yeah. Lego to be done by. Horrible. Who did it? Universal or someone? Like just what? Or Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers? It's like this. This is gonna be garbage. <laughs> this is gonna be the worst thing. And and to those who don't know, I'm a huge Lego fan. I think that's true. Yeah, ninety five percent of toys that I asked for since I was five until I was like sixteen was just Lego. I didn't own anything. Do you, except do books. you think if you had a lot more uh, money to spend, you would spend them on Lego sets? Yeah. Oh yeah, and you know it's like, <laughs> I, and it's like you know my daughter is slowly growing up, and it's very exciting. Oh, ooh, it's very yeah. exciting, I have to say. Oh, my <laughs> uh, so exciting true. times, exciting times. Legos will be you back on the do? menu, boys. Yeah. You need to teach your daughter <laughs> one thing about Legos. I remember I met this. I used to know this kid mm-hmm. a long time ago. I probably told this story a million times. I'll keep it short. Then I went to his house, and he actually uh, was sorting his Lego bricks by category. 
Oh yeah, that's what I did, my friend. I had yeah. boxes with little uh, compartments, yes. and it was sorted by color, by function. Oof, man, and I was you know, like impressed then, beyond anything I could imagine. I was like, "What? Yep. He has little boxes, and he knows exactly what brick he he can use." Dude, I was, you know, me such, and Phil were barbarians. We had this <laughs> yeah, we were in like caveman. Box. Oh, and a just bag. a big giant box. It was a huge yeah. bag. Bag, bag, not a box. That's a sacrilege. No, no, no. I had special, specially boxes. I actually made those out of cardboard and those are my sorting boxes and i was such a maniac that i wouldn't even buy like when my grandmother would ask like which lego set do you want i knew the numbers of the lego sets i wanted by heart because mm-hmm. each lego set has a number and i also didn't pick by what it was i looked at it in detail and see the parts i want <laughs> so i was like oh yeah oh. yeah yeah so, so so that's that's how my lego mania um and you know like kids would be upset when they get like oh but i already have this set and i was like Fuck yeah, man! I got <laughs> yeah. one, one Christmas. I got four of the same sets, and I was like, so and you excited. couldn't be happier. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I can make like a mega truck now out of these. Uh, yeah, so yeah, right. so Lego Movie. I had no expectation. I was like, this is gonna be garbage. And then, and I went to see it, and from a technical standpoint, how they made it look oh, like that's stop so motion. Good. Oh my goodness! Technical standpoint, from storytelling, it's. Oh, technical! It was just it was anything beyond that I've seen, and I was yeah. big into Lego stop motion. That was incredible. My eye, it was like <sighs> my eyes were bleeding from how beautiful it looked. Secondly, story is interesting. It's 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 about creativity. It's about yeah, you know, the child spirit in you. It's mm-hmm. about it's specific to Lego of what you build and how you build it. Yeah, that's insane. And then. It was hilarious. It had Lego comedy, which was always present in the catalogs and the videos in the True. in the games. Somebody who did this was a Lego fan, and somebody let them do it. Mm. And that's rare and insane. And I and you know, Batman movie uh, Lego Batman was was another caliber, and that was still pretty funny. But Lego movie is I think they did a bang up job breakthrough. It's just yeah. yeah, yeah. Can't wait to show that to my daughter. Totally. I totally agree, though. Totally agree with you. Yeah, me too. Because I was very, very surprised in a very good way. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's that some sense. And then they fired them from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I wonder what they're going to do next. I like I like their... Um... Yeah, did you hear, did you see their production company name? It's called Lord Miller. Oh, I am. Yes, Phil Lord. Yeah, and the, um, like, their logo is just like a mustache with like a... Uh, I know, coat of arms. Oh, Lord Miller Productions. Lord That's Miller. Lord, quite Lord. That's a hilarious last name. All right, boys. This wraps up 2014. <laughs> we got, we got, we got to speed this up a bit. We I think do, that's we true. Do. It's true, but it's okay. We, we take our time. time. All right. Well, 2016 looks pretty barren for you guys. So, we'll <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. 2015. Um, what's this? So we see another documentary here. Yes, so this is interesting. Jacob, I watched this documentary, um, I think this year. Cool, what's Um, it called? It's called Amy. And uh, Paola had told me many, many times about Amy Winehouse. And I was like, all the time I was thinking, Amy Winehouse, I was like, hmm, is she like some pop singer? She's like someone, you know, who got really famous. Like I was thinking Mm -hmm. of her as more of like a um, Katy Perry uh, person. Oh, so you knew nothing. Yeah. You do, didn't know her nothing. songs. I just, I, I just knew agree. of her no, of people no, making no. fun of her, and that's it. Making fun of her. Yeah, she like, was like what, in memes lots of and stuff. Yeah, memes and parodies and stuff. That's all oh. I knew about Amy okay. Winehouse. So anyway, so I decided to watch this documentary called Amy, 
which came out in mm-hmm. 2015, because I think she had died uh, that, I think, recently. I think it was a couple of years, a couple of years at that point. Um, I believe... She was 27. Yes, yes very young. Um, 27 Tragically o'clock. died, yes, um, overdosed, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a very, very eye-opening documentary on who she was, what her background was, what her musical background was, and how much she loved making music and how and what kind of music she did. Um, she was a jazz singer, and I, I just had no idea. She was a very good singer. Oh, my goodness, yeah. And uh, I just, it was a whole new world to see, you know, this person and exactly how she approached music and how much she loved doing it and sort of how genuine she was with the music, right? But then, of course, you know, the other side of the documentary was kind of explaining her personal life and how she struggled with a lot of things and how it wasn't very clean and very messy and she had a lot of interpersonal struggles. And it was fascinating. It was a fascinating documentary. I think it was pretty well made Mm -hmm. for a music documentary uh, in the context of like someone like me not knowing much because uh, mm-hmm. you, you get a little bit of a of both sides. And of course, there's also sort of the explanation of what happened um, and uh, at the end. So, yeah, that was Amy. Okay. Well, uh, have you guys seen it or no? No, no, I, no. I, I have it on the list, I think, since it came out. <laughs> Sadly, I never got around it, but it was definitely yeah. looked interesting, I think. Yeah, well, I think I check heard it out, a lot of, maybe. Yeah. I think you might, cool. might be interested. Cool. So, Philip. Yes. Um, the Death of Superman Lives. This is a documentary. Uh, I should have written documentary, but it's a, it's a documentary called The Death of Superman Lives. What happened? And uh, it was kickstarted <laughs> a lot of, years before. A lot before. of big spiders. <laughs> yes. It was kickstarted quite a while before they successfully did it. They made a documentary. I mean, it's a little bit, it's not super slick as a documentary. No, like you can see super some ghetto. Yeah, but it is very interesting because it tells this, the tale of Tim Burton's uh, Superman Lives, the movie that was supposed to come out in 1998, I think, and it was going to star Nicolas Cage, and it shines a light on how the production, like the pre-production started happening, uh, shows a lot of interesting um discussions with uh, the producer John Peters. I think everyone... Mm-hmm finds him very amusing he was one of the producers for batman and batman returns and he was attached to all that so of course he goes with wacko (laughs) it's crazy it's so funny and uh i mean it shows how it it ended as well and to me that was really great because i was always i knew about that movie but i never got to see the truth the complete story as it were so that's why it's on there There i think it's really superman lives i think it's really important to have movies that show failure as well. I think, you know, in yes. a, America has this really anti-cynicism, you know, always thinking of positive, always going forward kind of uh, attitude towards thing compared to a more complaining cynicism Europe thing. So you always like movies, documentaries about movies are always, you know, the success stories usually about a movie that was mm-hmm. right. was was made and it was successful and people loved it. And then you go through all the details, how everything was great. But, it's equally important to find out about failed product, you know, projects. And I love watching something like about this because there was a lot of passion into it. And, and you yeah, can, you, you can, can learn a lot, like why, yeah. why it went to, went to hell, you know, that's important too. Yeah. yeah. And, and my favorite was at the very end of the documentary, there's Tim Burton and he's going like, you can 
tell me about this. Even when I'm an old man, I'll be like, oh, still going to make it. Still want to make it. <laughs> you still want to make Superman? <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, Tim Burton. So, Jacob, I see yes. a movie that we both picked. Ah. So, so yes. I, want you to, I want you to tell the good folks listening about this movie. So, Tim and me picked the same movie, mm. which is called The Big Short. What I loved about the big short, <laughs> it's like, you know, opening uh, a yeah. can of Coke. I think, I think there was a, about a year when I sat everyone down. I was like, you have to watch this movie. Yeah, I just I like, remember anyone who visited, I was like, you have to watch it. Someone had recommended it to me. I can't remember who. And the premise again, you know, just got me. I was like, oh, it's about the 2008 um, uh, market Financial crash. Crash. Stock market yeah. crash. Yeah. yeah. Housing market recession. crash. And I went, hmm. And it's made into like a, a film, right? Because I I knew a little bit about, you know, mm-hmm. the, the housing market crash. But come on, I didn't know really how it yeah, worked yeah. or what happened. And uh, The Big Short is actually really, really fascinating because it's based on a true story um, about... See, yeah, it's really hard to explain. It's about... Um, uh, well, there's kind of there's just few perspectives, but basically, right. it's not about the crashing. It's about a certain amount of people who were predicting, especially Christian Bale, who, were, who was predicting the crash, mm-hmm. and then he sh- he made a deal with the banks to short it. Basically, a bet again for it to to fail, fail, so he can make a lot of money. And there were a lot of groups of people who found out about these deals and how they dealt with it. Some people wanted right. to also make money of it. There were some. Some people who saw this like crazy and they tried to fight it, and you know, well, it was interesting no, because like, the, them betting against the market and them sort of like knowing that it's going to crash. Mm-hmm. The whole movie is kind of about them trying to um, make it work, and you know, the banks and all these financial advisors and stuff pretty much laughing them off. And then you have sort of this whole like it's like an uphill battle. And then you're always, yeah. you know, as the viewer that what's going to happen, but at the same time, you're just always putting yourself in the shoes of, of them at that time and wondering, yeah. hmm, this must've been really, really crazy, you know, to have this insight, but like the whole world is like, uh, it's does, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You can't, nothing's going to happen and stuff like that. So it's a really fascinating. I think the style of the film is one of its biggest, yeah. um, assets, how they breaks, told the story breaks yeah. the fourth wall. Um, it's really entertaining. Um, I don't know. It's interesting because it's it's sort of half drama, half comedy. Oh, well, it's like that's that's the best, you know. I should. <laughs> I should probably watch it. It's been on my yeah, Netflix list for like wait, a wait, year. But did you guys watch it when you were at my house? No, no I watched it alone. Okay, so I made, so I made everyone else except you guys watch it. Okay, <laughs> but <laughs> what I like about it is one thing: it actually teaches you about economy and yeah. about about certain things indirectly. And secondly, what I like about it is I'm really against of conspiracy uh, theories where people kind of um, portray like the evil corporations and the evil governments as, you know, sort of like Palpatine kind of, there's like, there's like a figure behind everything. who's like, yes, maliciously laughing because that puts you in a perspective where you can't fix. Like, of course there's no point of fighting these things because there's Palpatine with powers in the back. And he's like, right. I control everything and I make everyone suffer. But the truth is like this movie shows you, it's just a bunch of idiots and a bunch of incompetent people who are stuck in these positions who are too pompous and too, you know, arrogant to do anything about it. And that's why it falls apart. But not, not only that, but I think it also teaches you or shows you rather that 
a lot of these systems that become so complex over time based on either legislation or yeah. bank deals or how... Because, I mean, if you think about the financial sector in, in any sense, like stock markets <laughs> or investing... Honestly, it's science fiction so at this point. complex. And it's also, yeah, like you said, science fiction, very abstract, very ethereal. It's all yeah. pretty much on paper, right? Like there's nothing tangible. I mean, it is tangible yeah. in terms of like money, but you don't, you know... In that sense, it doesn't really function like that. So it's really complex and these systems huh. are very complex. And then you realize that over time they change, they evolve, and and then sometimes it turns into a mess, like in this yeah. case, yep. right? An like mess. the coronavirus. Exactly. But the good point is that, that, that when you see it like that, that gives chance for motivated people to go i want to change that i want to fix yeah. it you know there's no there's no ultimate powered creature behind everything it's just a bunch of people in mm -hmm. a system that you can ultimately change if you're you know motivated <clears throat> enough and 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 willing to put, put the work which is yeah very hopeful and but you know it's also interesting to me sorry do you want to finish no no that's it that's basically i just want to say what always fascinates me with, with stories like this is that you realize that how many sort of opportunities there are in finance that I think the majority of people don't take advantage of. Mm -hmm. And it always makes you think twice about like, hmm, you know, maybe in the future I need to look <laughs> into sort of prospects. Yeah. In terms of like at least low level, you know, like yeah. where can I invest? Where can I sort of put money that makes sense and sort of grows and, and stuff like that. But then again, at the end of the day, you also have to be ready to sort of take a more business mindset and realize that there's risk involved and yes. how much are you willing to risk and how much are you willing right. to invest and gamble that money, so to speak. And that's a whole different world. But it's interesting to see how much of that there is out there in the financial world. And it's crazy. Crazy. Craziness. All right. The Phil. big short. Crazy, craziness. Last one? Right. No, no, no. no. You, got, you got Mad Max. Mad Max. Yeah, oh, Fury Mad Road. Max. Mad Max is, is a glorious movie. I haven't seen it in a while because, unfortunately, this movie is not as exciting to see on the home little screen with tiny little speakers as it is to see it <laughs> in Dolby Atmos sound because, holy shit, that movie was great. I, you I, know what? Are you ready what? for admission? Yeah. I haven't seen it. It's okay. The, you, you have to see it on really loud. There's, there's no, it's, a, it's a movie about cars. You can't see that <laughs> quiet. It's just impossible. Oh. I remember walking, oh, walking. I was, we, we, this was before we had a car. This was so long ago. We, we went to the, you know, the, the outside of the city cinema where they have Dolby Atmos and we're coming back mm -hmm. on the bus. And I remember from coming out of that cinema and just standing in the bus. And every time a car would whiz by, I would flinch just because of that movie. It was just, you're <laughs> so used to like being in danger the entire time. And also, how is it that you technically remake, not remake, but, reboot or whatever a movie you did what 30 40 years ago yeah same and it's director. better than what you made then like that's insane <laughs> like how that's it's great that's, this that's in, yeah this, that doesn't make sense none of that makes but, sense that never happens yeah from the director of happy feet yeah exactly mad so. max and babe pig in the city comes mad max fury road and i <laughs> exactly. i have to say i watched this film and i loved it it was great i need to watch it again yeah it's just it's so and i only watch it in a small screen too yeah Oh, it, just if you have a chance, maybe there's like a release or something, but it's just it, besides the, you know, the feeling of it, like how crazy it is and everything, but it's a really fun movie and it has so many memorable moments that you don't, didn't see yeah. before. Like there's, you know, just so much meme potential everywhere. Every, every <laughs> 10 minutes there's something that happens is like, I've never seen that in my entire life. It's really good. <laughs> Can't it's believe really that's good. there. 
Okay, so so Mad Max Fury Road was great. We all know that. Uh, yeah. What, what about, about Sicario? What about, what about oh, Sicario? Come on, you can't. You can't be <laughs> Sicario. You get to watch it. But. Yeah, we tried. Me, I tried to show it to Jake, but it was a bad time. It was like eleven o'clock, and we we're both falling asleep. And it was it's more a, it's than that. It was like one. Yeah, and it's 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 a slow burner, so you have to get into it to to get excited. But but you love the cinematography. Dude, come on. It's, it's the Deacons is back, my friend. <laughs> and then it's Villeneuve. I can't pronounce his last name. Oh, yes. Match made in heaven. These two, these two, these two uh, were born to do great things. Um, dude, I don't know. I'm like, I talked about the Sicario so many times. It's, I think it's hard to explain. podcast or something, I remember. Someday I'll see it. It's, it's just, you know, you know, you know when I guys got you to watch Heat? Yeah. Yeah. It's It's got the very same feeling. It's just... It's serious, but not pretentious serious. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And not that it makes fun of it. It's ah. just, it's some people know how to be cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it doesn't yeah, matter yeah. if you're 12 or if you're 60 and you experience life, just something can be really cool no matter what it is. And this movie's so damn cool. And it's a serious matter. Okay. It's just that everything, how it's shot and how it acts and how it's filmed, it's, yeah, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's just it's just a really cool movie. It's just cool. It's a cool movie. It's just ah, it's a good movie, man. Sicario. Nice. Sicario. Sicario. And the last one is the one that came well, out in no, December no, twenty fifteen. Last one, but there's still there's well, the still, last one is twenty fifteen. There's still there's no no no. There's there's still oh. a movie for Jake that you've forgotten. Oh, for so Jake. Talk, oh. talk about your talk about your December ah, movie. Yes. Uh so I have a movie called Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which <laughs> what's so funny? What is it? No, I want to know. Fun. It was funny. I was, funny. I was talking to. I was talking after we did our uh, Little Woman episode. I was talking to Emma, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What is? What is? What's with Jake and Sersha and 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 that director movie? The woman. Oh, like, yes. What is, what is, is he in these movies? What? No, it's not. It's not. It's not. But it's, okay, it's Sersha plays with it. But I was like, why? Why is Jake obsessed with these women movies? And I'm like. That dude likes Parent Trap. Why am I surprised by this? Exactly. This shouldn't be surprising at Why this point. am I surprised Parent Trap by is great, it? though. It's like yeah, this Parent Trap, the remake, is one of my favorite movies, for those of you who do not know. One of my all-time favorite movies. I love it to death. Yeah. I love it. No joke. It's like, good I'm not, movie. A good I'm not movie. even surprised by this. I should. I yeah, so Brooklyn, um, Paula had recommended it to me. I think yeah. she hadn't seen it. I can't remember what the story was. But anyway, I saw the premise and the poster, mm-hmm. and I was like, hmm, and it had Sersha. And I was yeah. like, this, this is like something, something very interesting. And so I think it was a very um, enjoyable film. And for, you guys haven't seen it, right? No, 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 no. Nope. Would you recommend? I, w- I would recommend because of the, um, you know how you mentioned Birdman has something that you like, which is the tone and sort mm-hmm. of how it feels rather than really about the story. I think Brooklyn is a good example of that, where the story isn't something groundbreaking or shattering or even that super interesting but um the tone and and how you sort of go along the journey with this main character and in short the premise is that i if i remember Serge's character is from ireland and mm-hmm. she moved to new york and this is somewhere around the um isn't this the t- story of little woman <laughs> <laughs> Sir, so moving I to New York. <laughs> World War Two ish, maybe. I can't okay. remember exactly. Early 1900s. So this is 1951. Thank you so much. So okay. post World War Two, and you know, uh, sort of going to to America for a better life and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, and she realizes it's a little more difficult, you know, 
than yeah. it sounds. And that's kind of the story. And then she she meets someone uh, in New York, uh, very different background, right? Like she's Irish, she's like Italian background. And it's just about the relationship. And then she sort of uh, goes back to Ireland for a time and she kind of struggles to figure out what exactly she wants and, you know, where she belongs. And that's kind of that mm-hmm. story. And it's mm-hmm. about that you know, mood of, of, of these worlds and, mm-hmm. and she finds herself in this place. So I would recommend it. Interesting. Nice. That sounds yeah. interesting. Cool. I think I might, might cool. get to give, give it a watch. watch. Yeah. No. So that's watch. Brooklyn. Yeah. Phil. What's nice. this? What's uh, this? And this is the last one. Okay. So December, 2015, Harold did a movie called, um, Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens, and the reason why it's on there is because, of course, Jake and I—well, maybe me more—Star uh, Wars fan, love Star Wars. Original trilogy is great. We grew up on the prequels. Prequels uh, are yeah, yeah. are something I'm sentimental to. I can laugh along with you guys t- telling me how bad it is, and I'm not going <laughs> to deny it. Uh, I still like it. I still like it a lot. Um, and I fully admit there. Not great films, but, you know, there you go. And so to see something from 30 years ago, something that was in, you know, in my childhood and then something was that was in other adult men who are like 40 years old, their childhood, to see mm-hmm. a sequel come out from that. And that mm-hmm. just became a huge American pop culture legend, you know, Star yeah. Wars. There's... It's something, right? And I put it on here because, not because I like the movie, but because I, uh, it was just like an event that I can look back and say, oh, Force Awakens, I remember that time. You know what I mean? I can I can remember us yeah. going to see it. Mm-hmm. I can remember me having those dreams about what the movie was going to be like before it came out. Because you don't, because this is something you would have a lot of effort in, you have put a lot of effort and, um, you know, like... Uh, carefulness to make the sequel to the last film uh, uh return of the jedi because yeah. no one expected this to happen and it was not in my mind at all you know what i mean like you, you, you thought this prequel is done right seven. like that's yeah that's it a, was over because there are george movies right george lucas yeah. he's done for all intents and purposes we're done with star wars there's not going to be any more so this came out and uh i mean you know yeah you know Oops, yeah. Uh, it hasn't gotten better. <laughs> it, wait, wait, wait. It, the movie hasn't got better or the movies after it haven't got better? The movies after, sorry. That is true. That is true. There, there was a and, spark uh, and it was killed. Yes. It was destroyed. But it was, it, was just an, it was just a very distinct time, you know, with the hype and the buzz and the fact that this... Speaking you know, of which, did you see the headlines? That's, that's it. Sorry, sorry. Speaking of Palpatine, speaking of Star Wars, did you see the headlines? <gasps> I heard... I did. <laughs> Go, Tim. You so can say it. You so it's explained. It. So we were all confused watching that movie. <laughs> why, why? Why? How is Palpatine, Rise of Skywalker? Sky, Rise of Skywalker. How is, how is Palpatine alive? What is he doing on that planet? And mm-hmm. what's with the machines? So this is a clone of Palpatine that somehow there was a machine set up that if Palpatine dies, the space ghost, I mean the force ghost, the Sith ghost, travels into space and there's a clone made of palpatine and that sucks in the spirit back into him right mm-hmm. is this is it, am i understanding yeah you're correct that's dumb as brilliant dick. what is that it's brilliant <laughs> brilliant anyway that was 2015 yeah it was 2015 good year good year 2015 oh good uh, year good year plenty of good movies oh 
let's talk about <laughs> 2016, where there's there's a oh, purple nurple, my friends, crew. The purple nurple crew, purple nurple. So in 2016, all three boys have picked a yes. movie, and it warms my heart because this movie is close to my heart. Uh, oh. our, our friend, what's the director's name? From uh, uh, Damien Chazelle. Damien Chazelle returns. He is slighted by the Oscars. Uh, oh he, yes, the, the, the award is taken out of his hands <laughs> at the ceremony. <laughs> oh. Was that the one? Was yeah, that the that one where the one. it was like La La Land and they said, no, 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 it's not La La Land. Yep, yep, oh, that's right. And they were like the other they're film. Already, they were, they were like, like already thanking was it? for about two minutes. It was... Uh, yeah, what was it? Cats? No. no it, was, it was that movie Scared. <laughs> it's called like Scared or something like that. What? No, no, yeah. no, 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 Us? no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. What? That wouldn't win the Oscar. Get out? Picture. No, it was about the uh, the black gay man. What was it called? Yes, yes. Purple. Oh, Moonlight. Moonlight. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scared. But you know what you're talking about? The other movie? Get Out. I mixed it Get up. Get out. <laughs> scared. That's the best horror movie title ever. <laughs> yeah, scared. It's a good one. Scared. In theaters now. Scared. Um, so yeah. So who wants to talk about La La Land? Well, I can say an interesting story you might guys find a little okay. bit juicy. Is that La La Land is a very, has a very strange place in my history. Okay. Because it's both a really, really great film. Mm-hmm. But it's also a very painful movie. I haven't seen it since. <laughs> You're like my wife. She can't watch really? it anymore. No, I haven't watched it since, my friend. And she I don't can. think I wow. can handle it. Because and I, I, think, and I always mm-hmm. bring it up. I'm all like, are you ready? No, I don't think I'm ready That's to watch it. That's the same thing yeah, with Paula. She's like, are you ready? I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. Because what happened was during this time, uh, me and Paula were not dating, but we were like mm-hmm. in this weird phase of like friends and we like liked each other, mm-hmm. but it wasn't some, it wasn't, you know. The weird yeah, thing. Yeah, on and off kind of, yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't, we weren't official at all. It was just like this mm-hmm, strange mm-hmm. vibe, mm-hmm. but we knew limbo. something was going on. A limbo. And the cr- weirdest thing is, and we still don't know to this day, why me, her, and Phil all went together <laughs> to watch La La Land. <laughs> that was Wait, three people. Yeah. Yeah, three <laughs> yeah, people. The date of three, yeah. And two of them are like on this non-date, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm and, like the third wheel. And the film is exactly about like this whole thing in a yes. way right because wow. yeah yeah if, relationship know, over other things <laughs> yeah and it's like it's it was super you know sad and, and it was weird because like while i was watching the movie yeah like i saw these parallels and stuff mm-hmm. and it didn't hit me so much in the theater per se but then you know later it was like you know like we talked about it and it came up and it was the whole weird vibe and it was then you start dwelling on your thinking about it, it makes you really sad yeah. affects it's, you really strong yeah and i mean i mean you guys i mean got affected i think by it too even though you weren't in the same circumstance but yeah it's a, mm, well the thing is like w- with us is like i it affected me on different uh, like a different not, way no no it affected me on that way as well but not as strong uh-huh. i i appreciated for what the story was it wasn't as heartbreaking to me literally as it was you Same. know i enjoyed it for the for for the story's sake like that was that was you know that that was strong in yeah. a kind of sense but i also enjoyed it on the other technical and the visuals and, oh, yeah. and the music like everything was to me was like what a great movie and just just totally. the, the, the chemistry between emma stone and and ryan gosling is just insane they're like yeah those two were meant together you know <laughs> you know what i mean but i yeah. think what mm-hmm. what to emma was it was just that she, she's gonna hate me for saying this but she's a really big romantic and she just can't get over the fact that they they were so because the chemistry <laughs> is so strong yeah. and and you can clearly see and that they chose um 
they they chose instead of you know staying together and building a relationship they they chose their careers and it's something she could you know that's opposite of what she would you know right. choose so it's like she just couldn't bear it like and especially there's a scene at the end that shows you what oh, could man. have been and it's just it's too heartbreaking right. and yeah. she loves the soundtrack we 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 sing the song you know together i play it on the guitar and we listened to the soundtrack but it's just the movie system yeah, the soundtrack was also gonna... very hard to like hear afterwards i think oh, it's city okay stars great music though i really like all the songs mm. yeah. um and the I, dance i'm scenes. gonna i'm gonna mention what i think about the movie um I don't it's interesting I just put this on because this was the one movie that I can remember in 2016 that really just kind of it was film I think it was shot in film you know it had that great feel it had it was a musical which was fun um it had a story that was engaging I was able to watch it and it was a nice little movie you know um other than that like yeah, that's that's kind of it, really. That's I think I have the least amount of engagement on this film. <laughs> no, than you guys. It was a good movie. What do you want? What do you want from I'm me? It's joking. Good. What do you want from me? And you know that's the and that's the only thing on my list. That's movie. the only thing on my list nothing, because I can't think of anything else. Nothing that came out. Let me let me give you some suggestions. So let's have a look at try. all the movies from 2016 that came out. Okay, go go for it. All right, The Witch, Hail Caesar, Deadpool, Coralfield Lane, Captain America, Green Room, Florence uh, Foster Jennings, The Nice Guys, The Neon Demon, Star Trek Beyond, guess, Captain Fantastic, Lights Out, La La I mean, Land, Eat, Doctor Strange, Rival, Arrival, I don't even have it on my list, Nocturnal Animals, Manchester by the Sea, The Big Sick, The Lego Batman Movie, Logan, Kong Sky Island, Colossus, Logan of was, the, the, you're going 2. into 2017 now, Tim. Oh shit, okay, <laughs> sorry, The Big Sick was the last one, <laughs> never mind, never mind, Manchester um, by the I Sea, mean, that was a good movie, I, mean, man. I, I should put it on my list. I guess, I guess, uh, now that you mentioned it, there was, what was the first one you mentioned? Damn, man, this was really hard for me to choose not to put Arrival in here. So I have to give that a special notion. That movie, that one killed Emma as well. Yeah, I should see it. I should see it. (laughs) That one Emma can't watch. Everyone tells me to see this, so I should see it. Really? So it's also a uh, effective... Oh, I watched 10 Cloverfield Lane. I guess that was interesting. That was with, uh, with, uh... John Goodman. John Goodman. That Except the ten last ten minutes, that this ruins the movie. <laughs> That's funny because, like, for me, I thought the last ten minutes were all right. <laughs> it's okay, but I it's thought okay. Arrival was supposed to depends be on what your tastes thing. are. What, dude? No, man, it's, it's Denny. Is it Vill- Denny Villeneuve? Villeneuve. I don't Once know. Don't, don't don't quote me on this. I don't know how to pronounce his last name either. Denny. Wait, I, I've heard it. Denny Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Vill- oh, man, Villeneuve? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to ask Denny himself. Villeneuve. Um, dude, you got to watch Arrival. It's it's a sci-fi that's really based in reality, and there's a personal story to it mm-hmm. that's attached. And it it again, the mood, oh, is nuts. The mm-hmm. mood will set you a few days of that, you know, hyper reality sense where you're like, <laughs> you're really hyper of your emotions and everything around you just puts you in that mood. But I don't even mm-hmm. know it on my list. I have other movies that I love. It's crazy. How All many right, good do movies it. Let's, are let's hear out? it. Let's let's hear about your good movies, dude. <laughs> the, 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 okay, La La Land we talked about. So, mm-hmm. the witch. The... Oh, the witch. The witch. A man. Robert Eggers. And Robert Eggers. We talked about. Well, you know, we'll talk about it more. But this was this movie was just. You know, there's a <laughs> movie that that is great. But there's a movie that is great, and it's just on your wavelength. There's something about yeah. what I would want to be as a creator, what I would strive. That's like the impossible top of the mountain where I would want to be. And it's 
the mountain that I like, he's there. It's just, oh. it's just, it, it hits you right. And like, I was fully enjoying this oh, uncomfortable, dreadful movie experience, 100%. But then also I was appreciating all the technical levels that went to it, how it looks, the way they chose the film, the way they chose the framing, the way they cast it, the way they all speak in this weird New England accent that was prominent there. It's just everything about it works towards hmm. putting you in a great mood. And also has a wicked but sense of humor. why is there a witch? Why is there a witch? Well, the witches exist in forest, man. You got to watch out for the goddamn witches. <laughs> okay. They'll steal your babies okay. and crush them into pulp. And yeah, okay, I'll, 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 I'll be careful. Do, do you like? Do you like The Shining? I mean, I, I watched it once. It was okay. Oh, I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah, all right, fine. You I get it. I understood when I watched The Shining. I watched it on a big screen. Um, How did it not make you like feel uncomfortable? Because we watched it in a group. It was like like 12 oh, people. Oh, and there was like Luke probably like, ho, 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 make Sorry, Luke. <laughs> I just imagine Luke like, like ruining a movie like this. <laughs> probably. Yeah. The Witch. No, we're talking about The Shining, but The Witch. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's a great movie. It's, it's not a horror movie at all. It's, it's, oh. it's, uh, no, it's, it's not. A, none of his movies are horror movies. Tim's lying. Okay. Yeah. Well, guys, it's, BMW it's, has a new logo. <laughs> Who else? What? Like? What? BMW. We're talking about who? Anyway, keep going. I'm listening. Wow, you're so bored. You're looking at BMW. No, 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 no. I just it popped up. <laughs> it just popped it's like, up. It's like a pop up on on <laughs> the browser. Uh, the browser. Uh, exiting. The okay, okay. Because you guys are talking um, about some. Movie. All right, I don't the, know witch. Yes, about. the witch. Yes, the witch. Atmospheric, spooky. No, it's not spooky. It's uncomfortable. It's the way it's built. Every scene is longer. Than it needs to be when it brings up this tension and this uncomfortableness. Question, is, oh, it, is this um, is this uh, similar to that movie that came out recently called Hereditary? Um, to- well, yes, the, yes, yes, but Hereditary, Hereditary is a little bit more shocky as as you're. Oh, I watching hate the shockies. It. No, 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 not like like, <laughs> you know, like the talkies. <laughs> the shockies. The shockies. I, I hate Hereditary those. is like, what am I watching? Okay. As in, like. What is happening? I am not okay with this. As in, mm-hmm. this is this is strange. But in 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 the witch, it's more like you're watching it, and it just the way it's made makes you feel really uncomfortable and really uneasy about mm-hmm. everything. It's not like spooky and scary, and it's not like oh, I'm gonna have nightmares. It's just it's just ugh. like an uneasiness, right? Yes, yes, yes. A, a suspenseful yeah. and also uncomfortable and what's wrong with these people and, and and it's just i don't know and it's it's it fits my kind of vibe so well it, it's it's hard to explain no, no, ah, we have I to watch it, it together you know it's, it's oh, again man. jacob no no but it, it's not it's not like something you're gonna have nightmares from or something like that are you sure i think it's a good movie too yeah there's nothing about and, and the yeah there's nothing there's nothing that's like visually like i don't know like scary about that movie at okay. all there's not like a monster or anything like that you know no no no, i know but those things okay well we'll see once we Never watch mind. it okay the beach the beach <laughs> because that's how they that's how they that's, that's the how it's spelled i think two v's the marketing kind of ru- ruined that movie because a lot of teenagers want to see it because they were thinking that's it's like a too, yeah. standard horror movie well yeah because and you then see then the poster like, it's garbage the poster is so yeah. stupid there's like some hot lady silhouette and in the you know no, it's like, a witch like silhouette, a, I think, isn't it? Okay, but she um, looks like a is is she actually a young woman? 
let me look at the poster because I think remembering seeing the poster is like this is this this doesn't happen in the movie. What is this? <laughs> I'm telling um, you. Let's see. Let's see the poster for the witch. David. David. Um, yes. This does this this has nothing to do with with the movie. Told you. It's garbage. Uh, there's a there's a there's the one a, with the goat. That one's cool. Yes. Well, that's Philip. Yeah, your your favorite. That's your favorite. That's Philip. Oh, the goat. <laughs> yes, that's 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 Black Philip, and Perfect. he is amazing. I want to see Black Philip poster. Oh man. Um, okay, so that's the witch. That's uh, the witch. Yes, yes, yes. Let's let's not. Uh, Jake, what is this you have here? Oh, I'm so happy you put Captain Fantastic. When did you watch that? Y- yes, yes. Uh, we watched it. I What's think... Captain Fantastic? I'll explain now. Uh, we watched it's about it. Aragorn and his children. <laughs> yes. We watched it, uh, I think, last year. Oh, that's year. right. I remember. And it's a movie I wanted to watch for a very long time. I had heard this uh, movie talked about on Mark Kermode's Five Live show years ago. And mm-hmm. he kept praising and talking about it. And I really like Viggo Mortensen as an individual and as an actor. I find him <laughs> very interesting. Free spirit. Yes, and I, I like his style a lot, uh, you know, in his, his uh, personal life. And uh, Captain Fantastic is a very, uh, very intriguing film. And the premise is um, a, it's about this father of many children who is trying to raise them outside of um, sort of modern society. So they're living at the forest and he's teaching them a lot of um, sort of, he's teaching them a totally. You know, you're or, putting it mildly. This this is this is a really out there kind of growing up. It's 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 yes. a completely. Help, help it's like it's 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 like anti-establishment kind Correct. of. Correct. Uh, uh, what's that word? Um, so upbringing he, of his children. You know, they're yeah. learning how to hunt. They 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 have to exercise. They're being schooled by him regimented. in his treehouse. Regimented. It's basically, like. I think um without spoiling anything I think that the that you you realize that this father on one hand he's doing what it seems like it's for like what he thinks is the best uh-huh. but you also realize throughout the movie um that really what he's doing is um he's he's uh taking away so much from his children yeah. You know, and he's yeah. putting them in. It's almost like a dictatorship in some sense, not in the sense that he's. I don't doing think it's it. as sinister as that. I think it's no. It's it's just the effect is you know that they did. It's not what he wanted in the end. What you know what he what he. I, yeah, I guess it's not the attended effect. What yeah, yeah he even I'm, realized that in the end. I'm just saying that the, I didn't see this film. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> but it's a it's a really really interesting movie because it explores a very original premise. And the characters um, are are very you know complex, and there's a lot of things going on. And yeah. honestly, when I was watching the film, like there there are things that like I like it because it's uh, what I like most about it is that it's a movie that doesn't make any statements in its mm-hmm. narrative, but it only presents these characters and what their choices are, and it makes you sort of argue with these characters. Um, on your own and you go hmm like man like that's you know i totally don't agree with this or this is terrible or okay that that seems like it makes sense you know it's a movie that makes you think about the aspects and captain fantastic better make you think <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> that, sorry, that was, and, uh, and that's my that was a joke that no one will understand. That's my favorite thing about the movie. And then, of course, on top of that, you have uh, sort of uh, the, the story itself and, and the... And the um, just a lot, a lot of interesting scenes. Nice, nice. Yeah, and it's, it's a, a great movie. It's also, yeah, it's also an emotional movie because <laughs> I think you're really you're really struggling, you know, to understand all this stuff, and you're seeing all this happen to those characters. Um, also, to just to add, uh, yeah. so so the, the, he's a father, and they have a obviously mother, the wife, but she dies, right? And they and then the kind of movie. Have, leads, I mean, follows through them dealing with that situation. Right, right, correct. So it's like it's like uh, the aftermath of his wife dying. That's that's the that's the initial yeah, opening yeah. of the film, and then it's sort of up to the dad to decide what to do moving forward. Yeah, with that. the funeral and what to do with the kids and everything. Yeah, it's it's sort of it's interesting because it's like a wacky also story. It reminds me a little bit of um. Do you guys remember that movie it was called uh, Little Miss Sunshine? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. that's a great movie. I love that. Movie. I don't know if it, I'm thinking this is totally a different director, but it feels like in the same vein, sort it of. Might be the same director. Maybe. You, you well, Google actually. Um, but but I think that Little Miss Sunshine, if I remember, it was, nope, nope. Anyway, a similar style, but I think a long time ago when, I, when we watched that movie, I think that that was much more like sort of upbeat. I mean, mm-hmm. to to a degree. This I think is is a weird blend of like Little Miss Sunshine wackiness, but the yeah. undertone is is a lot more serious. much more serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not just like fun wackiness. It's really it really right. makes you kind of a little bit uneasy in some sense. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Captain but definitely check fantastic. it out. Phil, maybe you should check it out. There's a lot of okay. movies you check out, Philip, from this list. I think I, know, I think you just, should work through the list it's and hard give us a to, report. Yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. But it's good movies. So uh, before... Yeah, we have one more movie we'll finish up, and that's a movie from my list. That is The Green Room. Mm. Um, This was the year when I discovered A24, the studio. (laughs) And I think The Witch was like... I saw The Witch, and I was like, who who funded this movie? Who is it who is what's going on? Who, who, who? And I was like, A24. And I started looking at it and like, what is going on? I was just like, I'm just going to watch all these mo- <laughs> movies. And it was like, I landed on Green Room. It's just, <gasps> so give me the premise. I'll give you the premise. It's a, it's a punk rock band, contemporary punk rock band, touring in a van, having troubles getting gigs. Mm-hmm. They land a gig from a friend, which turns out is a farm outside of the city, which is run by Skinhead. Patrick Stewart. And skinheads, yeah, Patrick Stewart as the lead skinhead, and um, they, as they're waiting in the green room, accidentally witness a murder uh, of some skinheads, kill some some other mm. dude, and now it is a thrilling slasher horror movie of them trying to escape this damn farm with a bunch of skinheads chasing them and trying to oh, kill man. them, and there's a lot of lovely. There's a lot of unique aspects to it, the way it portrays violence and how hmm. it builds up and tension and tension and kind of relief as far as storytelling, which is super refreshing. And also it, it's really cool because it's like punk rock and stuff. So it's definitely a favorite of mine. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was thrilled by this movie. I was excited. So would you say that this is like um, a pure thriller? Or is it also um, a little more dark? 
It's very dark. Okay. A thriller is the, the pacing of it. It's the, not classic horror movie kind of stuff. It's I think it's a little bit more exciting, but it's pretty gruesome as far as mm-hmm. the violence. But also, it feels fresh to all the slasher movies that I've all watched in my. You know, like it's something uh, when you see like a thousand movies in a genre, mm-hmm. and then one comes and it's like it feels fresh. That's that's you know that's exciting. I would say. Cool. Nice. We've so got Anthony Elchin, the poor, poor. Yes. Anthony yeah. Elchin. That's true. That's yeah. really. <laughs> that sounds one of his last movies, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, one of his last movies. All right. Yeah. Let's 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 a bummer note to end 2016, but it yeah. is sad. It is sad. So let's move on to 2017. 2017. Only three years ago. 2017. We're so close to the present. Yes. Talk about yes. Lady Bird, Jacob. I will. I will talk about Lady Bird. Lady no Bird. Th- first year, and there are no, uh, there are no uh, mutual movies at all. Interesting. 2017. Everyone has their pick. No mutuality. So mutuality. Lady Bird is a great film. Mm. I think it's all that can be said. And <laughs> um, I would highly recommend it. And we talked about it. I think on our recent. We did episode of little women but i'm not tim sure. i know i have to tim tim i what? know i have to watch a lot of good movies but yes. listen what why don't you watch it this is a movie that i watched first and i told jacob to watch so oh jacob. Take, take that what did you want your say? love tim you were what? like but i still want to i still want to watch uh i want to know you you're your person I, I i remember vaguely it's like a coming of age story and yeah and, and it's a good movie i watched it it's great but i'm just wondering how, how come did you connect it so strongly with it is is it a personal level or just a movie level that you connect uh, both, it with this? both i think i think what was also interesting was the first time i went to watch the film um was i went alone which is very interesting um mm-hmm. uh, i went alone to this uh local now closed sad um art house Got, <laughs> type <laughs> cinema that yeah. shows more of these movies that are not uh, blockbusters. And mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, you know what? I'll just go and watch it on my own. And it was one of those sort of nice experiences where you have no clue what you're getting mm-hmm. into. You kind of have a vague idea of what maybe the movie's about. But you just walk in, you sit, you're just sort of chilling. And you're like, you know, this is a interesting experience. I hadn't seen a, a movie alone probably ever. I really don't remember ever watching a movie alone. Mm-hmm. And you're just sitting there and you're like, okay, let's, let's, let's see, you know, what this, what is this? What am I getting into? And then the movie, you know, was rolling. And then you're sort of just, I guess, sort of like observing both the film and the sort of experience. And um, I, I liked probably the, the thing I connected to most was I liked the undertones of like belief in the film and how she's like uh, trying to understand that. I like the her character herself in how she's really trying to find herself and how she's sort of adamant in doing or wanting to do certain things mm-hmm. in the movie. And um, I, I guess, honestly, it's hard to pin down, but it's some sort of just a feeling of the movie where when you see something like this, it feels like it's a, it's your kind of film. You can't really gotcha. like define what those elements are that make it your kind of film. But it's just something that when you watch mm-hmm. it, you feel a connection to it and you feel like, oh, this is a very me kind of movie. And it's something that I would like 
if I were making it, I would like mm-hmm. to sort of present it this way. Like, I'm not a director, I'm not a filmmaker, right. yeah. but this is what I would like to be shown. And it feels like sort of in a weird way, part of like how I sort of process and look at things. Did you watch a movie called Eighth Grade? No. By Bo Berman? Ah, uh, yes, this film. I've heard of it. It came out uh, 2018. So we're not there yet in 2018, but uh, I would recommend it. It's a very similar coming-of-age story. It's <laughs> a little bit more not at that age. It's a little bit younger, but still yeah, yeah, I, I found it very movie. interesting. So hmm. let me check that out. Let me check it out. Good. Good, good, nice. good tales of movies, Philip. Ladybird. And, and I want to just add one last thing is that I did also like mm-hmm. that it has some sort of very genuine kind of comedic elements to the story too. And I found myself I found myself laughing. So that's good. Good. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like a man who never laughed. Exactly. I was, I, I, I was surprised. I, I, I forgot how to laugh. A I, chuckle. I, I really a did, chuckle. So. You know what? You know what's interesting? You know what's interesting? That's a point I wanted to make about this. And go going through all these movies, I noticed something. Like basically there was a little bit of comedy at the start, but comedies have basically died out. They're, they're, like there's like really horrendous comedy movies pure that are comedies or what? pure pure comedies just like mm-hmm. this is a comedy movie it's a trailer and you're like i'm gonna laugh so hard i'm gonna go watch this movie it basically disappears there's some comedies at the start of this de- decade and some of them i picked but basically by 2019 comedy just poof disappears and, mm. and it, there's definitely movies that have comedic elements there are movies that are funny, but they're not comedies. And I know you know what I was wondering, and I was wondering mm. why this happened. And I have to say, it the idea or, or the the reason why I think it is, it came from something that you said uh, a while ago, Jacob. We were having a conversation, and we were talking about comedy mm-hmm. movies. And you said, "I don't like comedy anymore. I just don't find it funny. I there's nothing. I don't like jokes." I don't find comedy movies or comedy movies true. funny, and I don't like jokes. The only thing I like and that I find funny is inside jokes. Mm, that, that is true. I did say that, yeah. And I mean, think, when was that? I don't that know. Was a long time ago, the old podcast. Four or five years ago, yeah. And the I was olden thinking, days. I I am the same. I'm like I don't watch comedians. I don't find jokes funny. I you know when I was a kid, like seven, eight, I would remember all the jokes and retell them and everything. I haven't done that in like hundred years, you know. Yeah. Like who, does, does anyone know a joke anymore? <laughs> Not in a hundred years. And you were like, and and yes, the funniest thing is inside jokes. Like all three of us have these stupid inside jokes, <laughs> yeah. And they're moronic, but they're they're the funniest thing <laughs> in the world. I think that is because you know, like um, comedy tries to. Here's the thing. Here's a tragic realization in my life, and that is that I remember watching a long time ago uh, a, a video. Maybe maybe it was a Vsauce. I think it was a Vsauce mm-hmm. video, where he was explaining how comedy works from like a neurological or yes. psychological um, point of view, explaining that essentially comedy, the way it functions, is that comedy presents something that you didn't expect. Right, that's that's the premise. So, like subvert, and subverting jokes. up ex- expectation. Right. Thank you. Exactly. And so that's if you really look at comedy, that it's expectation. That's exactly Expected. what comedy is. Eggers. And yeah, why that's tragic to me to realize that is that I think the older you get, <laughs> the more you can predict the expectations. <laughs> of the oh jokes. Yes, 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 of course. And you've so heard them all. You've, yeah, you've not only have heard them all, but I think that you sort of 
you know, as you as you get older, you have like a more finely tuned intuition on, mm-hmm. you know, a multitude of factors. Like, who's the comedian? Who's the target audience? Yeah. What is he trying to say? Where is he going to go with this? You can kind of yeah. guess. And uh, when you can kind of guess, you can kind of limit the possibilities of that punchline of the joke or where it's going. Yeah. And suddenly you're just like, yeah, I mean, I, it, yeah. It, it, it sounds horrible. <laughs> it sounds like I'm being a cynic, but I'm not. I'm just saying. No, that no, no. Yeah. The comedy I, I totally get. I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. It's a tragic revelation. Uh, and that's why I wanted to say to tie in what you're saying is that inside jokes, the reason why they are still, I'm so happy that they're still funny is because <laughs> they're stupid because you never know yeah. w- what's the answer going to be because no one's writing this stuff. It writes they're never itself. clever. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're never clever. And the reason they're funny is because you understand reference, which brings me back right. to what what I what I thought. And this is my theory. And you listeners can, can uh, share, uh, share your opinion about this is comedy has disappeared because memes have taken over. Because memes yeah. are inside jokes that the whole world is inside on. Because it's the same joke as inside joke. They're stupid. And the only reason you laugh at them is because, because you know the reference. You understand what they mean. If you don't know the reference, a meme is not yeah. funny at all. It's not... It's You have to understand it, right? So, you know, everyone laughs at memes and, and, and meme videos nowadays, but no one cares about comedy. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my this is sad. theory. So it's not great, sad. Here's a great question for you guys. Then I don't uh, mind to wrap this up. Is that <laughs> okay? What do you then think of like stand up? Com- we don't have to go into this, but just like in general, like stand up comedy. Oh boy, because that's like um, very similar in some sense to comedy films. Do you guys like think that's something that you guys find funny or not? <sighs> I or? mean, there's so many um, different types of stand up comedy. Mm-hmm. And you you know like and I have to say it's it's the same mentality of inside jokes like like take for instance Ricky Gervais mm-hmm. he's t- his jokes are terrible he can't write a joke a classic joke what he's do his 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 entire comedy is of him saying things he shouldn't and then he's grinning and he knows he shouldn't say it and that's comedy it's basically situational comedy right. that's what he does at the Golden Globes that's what. That's what you know. Uh, You're gone. The office is. That's what the uh, uh-huh. the extras is. It's just there's no jokes there. There's no subverting expectations. There's no build up and punchline. Mm-hmm. It's just I shouldn't be saying this, and it feels like an inside joke. You know, uh, that, to me. That's, what, that's what I think. I wanted to say it feels like an inside joke. Right. That's why, for instance, um, the British Office, right? Ricky Gervais, David Brent, the character. He's still funny because you feel like you're in on the joke of understanding this 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 yeah, sad yes. man. Yeah, because because you have the many layers of you know like in the office, you get to see him how he's presented at the camera. You get to see him as he presented in the interview. You get to see him when he doesn't know he's getting you know filmed. Right. And, and it's it's many and, layers. And plus you have also what, the layers of also mm-hmm. understanding that Ricky Gervais worked on it. You knew, knew that this is also them. You know, filming yes. this show. Yeah. How do they, you know, want to show this? And you have all that stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then like huh. comedy in other movies, it's very situational. You know, you you laugh at what you usually laugh in real life. You know, something terrible is happening. <laughs> You're like, what what is going on? You're, you know, you, you switch on from crying how bad it is to laughing how bad it is. That's yeah. usually what. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. Okay. So uh, that was Lady Bird. It's true. It's true. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, okay, let's the old up. podcast ways are, are, are oh, taking man. over. We can, we can do it. We can yeah, do it. Though. So, We're almost there. 
There's a movie there, Tim. It's called A Ghost Story. Okay, oh, yes. let's, do, let's do that one. A Ghost Story is a magical movie <laughs> about a ghost who is just a, a sheet of of uh, so so it's paper. Uh, so the paper uh, the paper the the premise <laughs> is um uh Casey Affleck and um Aruni Mara live in a house they buy and um Casey Affleck dies unfortunately. Okay. And then he's a ghost and he gets to live he gets to you know he gets to observe the life that happens after <laughs> until eternity. Oh. And oh, okay. it's a very slow movie and it's it's not like ghost we okay. see through. It's just a white sheet with eyes just standing and looking at everything. <laughs> Really, and there, there's a magical <laughs> yeah. scene where Rudy Mara eats a pie for ten minutes, and she eats the whole pie. Um, <laughs> this this movie is is truly magical. I don't know how to explain it. It's just it's one of those things. It's the mood of it. It's it's a movie where it doesn't really necessarily tries to tell you something. It's just makes your brain think about everything. Mm-hmm, makes you mm-hmm. think about life perception makes you think about your life what you're doing with it and also it's just hmm. very it has a really interesting mood to it um hmm. so that's why i put that because it really made a strong impact ah. on me watching this movie and it's also that's one of those really things interesting and strange yeah a24 yeah a24 but it's like it's and also as as someone who's interested it doesn't do it but he's still interested in the aspect of movie making of what 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 the elements to make a movie? It's sometimes you want to watch a movie that is that works, but it's unconventional in a way. Not like crazy, you know, fringe <laughs> cinema of just madness. <laughs> but it's like it's still it it's still just a narrative movie. But it's like these these elements they shouldn't work, but they work so well. So that's that's why I like the ghost story. Nice ghost story. Thing I, I missed the thing. Oh, Rooney Mara eats a whole pie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the ghost watches. Oh, yep. okay. And it's just a, it's just a it's just a still shot of that. She just eat the pie, hmm. and, it, and 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 and, and, it, and it's an experience, and it's it's a changed experience watching that, and it's <laughs> and it's crazy, you know. If if you if you if you get into the movie, yeah, yeah, it affects you. That's fascinating. <laughs> what about what about a ghost story? A ghost story, great movie. What about what about the Red Turtle? Is that an animated movie? I never watched that. That is an animated movie. Yes. Um... Interesting about uh, this, this film. Is yeah. co- yes, this is mine. Um, it's co-produced by Studio Ghibli, but it wasn't animated. Mm-hmm. They probably helped in some shots, but it was animated mostly in Belgium. I gotta check real quick. Real quick. No, the Belgians and the chocolates and the craft beers, the monkey beers. Belgium, too strong and too grassy. Strange, Belgium. Man, it was. I had this. Do you know? Do you know? Dutch, Dutch. It's Dutch, French. Dutch, French, Japanese. Y'all got saved I, from a beer story. The interesting, the interesting thing about this film is that I watched this at uh, a film festival. Oh, I remember in, this. I remember this yes, time. Yes, in um, Trebon, which is not in France. It's in the Czech Republic. And I, you know, it was one of those days where nothing was happening and I didn't have to do anything. So I just went, mm, ah, you know. I have a pass. I'll just go and watch the turtle. <laughs> Looks interesting. I like the animation. Uh, this movie is quite experimental. It doesn't really mm-hmm. tell a solid narrative, but it is very nice to look at. But it also, I mean, it still tells a story of a man on this <laughs> island. Mm-hmm. A man. Yes. A man and on an island. 
he sees this magical red turtle mm-hmm. and the things that happen is you could imagine it being just his hallucinations, mm-hmm. uh, desperation to get off the island, not being able to. But every time he sees this red turtle and I don't want to go into it too much, but the red turtle eventually is found out to actually uh, turn into a woman and Ooh. they start a family. Ooh. And it is just Sexy. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I, w- I put this on not just because of that. Because mm-hmm. you're and- into red turtles <laughs> turning into women. Yeah, yeah, no. Not just because of that, but also because it's just like, it's there's there were certain points in the movie where I just interpreted things myself and I, I kind of got a little teary-eyed. There's some moments there that were just oh. really emotional. Hmm. Okay. And I... I mean, this might just be me projecting something that isn't there, but that's kind of sometimes what movies are, you know, interpretational. Right. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I kind of, you know, there were some really nice moments in that film, and I think it, you should watch it just for the wonderful animation. You have sold me on that movie. Mm. Red Turtles t- turn into women? Yes, I, it's, I'm it's, all it, for it. It's, it's directed by um, Michael Dudok, DeWitt, and oh. I happened to bump into him on at the Zagreb Animation Awards. Okay. And I said, I love the Red Turtle. Good job. And he said, thanks. <laughs> and that was it. That's a good story, Phil. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Well, thank you for... I, you I'm go. definitely putting this on my list. You have, you have shaken my curiosity. That's not the right expression, but we'll go with it. But, Jacob, yes. answer me this. Yes. Why, baby driver? Why, well, listen, baby I, driver? I have to do like a little bit of a... Like a <laughs> Revision? Uh, revision, but like just to be honest, that like when I was making this list, right, like I mm-hmm. really did take my time to make this entire list. Yes. But when I came to these later, uh, no, to uh, this year, 2017, I was thinking. Was not in it. Yeah, I was. No, no, no. no Tim, no, Tim, Tim just I just this. wanted to tell you something real quick. I'm yes. sorry. I just want to go back to yes. Red Turtle and yes. say that the movie has no dialogue. <gasps> I love it already. Good. Go. And I just didn't know. I was thinking like. It's been such a long time since I watched, watched Baby Driver that I was wondering, like, are we making the list again of like what made an impression on us? Then I, you know, I was wondering what the, mm-hmm. yes. how we're doing the list. So I'd put it anyways, just because I remember we don't have to talk about it, but uh, when I went to see it, I really liked it in the theater. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, I haven't seen it since then. Do you think you would? You would, you would your, your and the funny thing change? is, I don't feel. <laughs> I don't really have a, have a, have a feeling <laughs> to go watch oh. it again. Okay, okay. So yeah, yeah, just, yeah. So that's why I was I, yeah, to revise. I haven't seen Baby Driver since the theater either. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So maybe we can uh, just skip that one. Yeah, it's just Baby Driver, <laughs> the drive away. What about, what about, I'm loving, I'm loving that you put Love and Vincent in there. That was a great movie. Oh man, I need to see was, that one. It was nice. I really liked the movie because I can't believe that came out honestly three years ago, Jacob Saoirse Ronan's in it I don't know why you didn't mm. see it yet Jacob yeah <laughs> your you're, you're Saoirse Ronan credits are <laughs> yeah you lost they're lacking. your authority yes um, no this movie are we, are we talking about that now yeah Love talk about the, the baby driver's um, gone this movie's great I mean like <laughs> vroom, vroom. Tim I don't I don't know if you've went I mean like what we did when we were in America and when we were in Austria to an extent I used to go in school trips right to art museums and stuff like that no, so i was in poor countries uh, man we went once to the mm-hmm. opera but i didn't go to the well, opera this I went sucks, to buy man sneakers. i feel i feel like so <laughs> i feel bad and privileged now my white guilt is <laughs> you went to see great art <laughs> more thought and yeah yes. and so there's like these documentaries and that kind of and i have this kind of feeling in my in my soul about like some there's feelings that you 
get when you watch documentaries, when you watch something in, uh, in, in museums, um, you know, there's, there's just this thing and mm-hmm. this captured that on many levels, many scenes actually, especially the beginning with uh, lantern and the postman. Oh, but anyway, yeah, that was, loving Vincent is just like a mystery where a man is looking for answers about what happened to why Vincent, um, Vincent van Gogh. Why Vincent? Was this the year that we went to <laughs> Amsterdam with the rare Amsterdam peepers? I think it was. Could be. Could be. Was it 26, 2017? Yeah. Maybe. And um, it just follows this man who is just trying to find the backstory of Vincent van Gogh. And um, he, and it's the best thing about this movie, hands down, is that it's all animated, rotoscoped, but animated and painted in Vincent van Gogh style. Yes. Really different cool. scenes and different styles of his paintings. Because yes. he, he had, well, actually, not all his styles. Yes, it was 2017 went to Amsterdam. Um, okay. Um, and I remember, uh, no, 2016, that's a lie. Never mind. But I remember um, <laughs> learning that Vincent van Gogh, um, <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he had a wide range of, of painting styles, and most of them are not known because it was before before his specific style and mm-hmm. those are not really that uh used in it in the, in the movie but definitely his specific ones and there's the ones that are just like his painting paintings mm-hmm. just crazy it's an interesting concept i agree with you philip that's that's good good pick on that on that there, over there thank you i like it over there yeah, it's good it's good it's very it's very fascinating there. just for the i mean honestly i'm gonna i'm gonna be a little honest okay. here, mm-hmm. honestly. Oh, honestly speaking, you, oh, honestly. you, you were lying <laughs> so far. So you let's... filthy liar. <laughs> the, the story wasn't so strong for me, but I think oh. that it makes up for it with just the style that it was made in. Oh, uh, okay. Just the effort that it was made with that. Yeah, yes, in my yes. opinion. It, it, will, it will drown you in its style and you will be transformed into a people. Transformed. Uh, you, you know, but I still have to say the best Vincent van Gogh story <laughs> was um, from Doctor Who. I was so oh, that dude. Was a, oh, that, that was one. Amazing. I haven't too seen much, it. That's too much. So much that, that was such a good idea. I mean, all the time travel stories doing that is just it's just perfection. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what that's what time travel should be used at. All those poor suckers who suffered their entire life for their art and never got the recognition. Yep. You take yep. them out and you you put them in there and you look at this. Look, look. at this. You're on you're Look at this. Look at you. You're on postcards. Exactly. Rejoice. Oh man. All right. All right. Let's talk about let's talk about Call Me by Your Name. Let's do it. I put this, Okay. I put this movie here. Call Me by Your Name. Call so, Me by uh, Your Name. Uh I'm not gay and I do not and and I do not find men attractive nor nor do I. And I think yet what a great start. Yeah, 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 no, but like it's it's you know, like I think a lot of poop a lot of people go go you know they find a personal connection with the story with the characters uh-huh. there's chemistry between the two actors there's definitely like they really sell you on the romance but i think for me personally what just broke me as a movie is that the feeling of how it was shot the use of the the film and the lenses and the sound hmm. Made oh, yeah, me, you talked about the sound ones. Yeah, yeah it made me before. extremely nostalgic for summers of my childhood, hmm. and you know that's why I preface. Uh, I'm not. It's not like I had like a you know a gay romance. <laughs> yeah, I had like. Well, I was when I, I was, was twelve. Sexually confused. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's like that's that's not part of it. It's just 
it, it's based in Italy, but it's kind of same region, like in Yugoslavia where I grew up. And it's just something about the way it sounds and what it feels in it. Cause it's based also in the nineties, you know, mm. and, and, and it's just right. something about living in a city for the last 10 years, not having experienced that there's no technology. You're countryside. Bored. It is countryside, but not gotcha. in like a stupid, like, mm, cheesy way you know it's not like you know like what you see in american movies you know like oh the big planes it's 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 very european you know you know it's not like the buffalo roaming and we're all on our bicycles you know so run <laughs> that's what happens yes. yeah yeah it's 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 about that it's about the food and you're like bored and you have nothing to do and then there's then there's those warm warm evenings where you can go out and just just chillax oh, yeah. and, and you know you're thinking about your future and you think about your crushes mm-hmm. and it's just it's just that experience of, you know, when I was a teenager that mm. it, was, it was insane, you know. And also uh, right. there's, a, there's a scene with Timothy Chalmain having sex with a peach, if you're into that. Really? Yep. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, yeah. So, <laughs> that's really weird. <laughs> I just, I just, I think, I think I had Jake on like the interest, um, you know, like there's like, you know, like on a compressor, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. that needle going and it keeps going up and Jake just, and then I just bring it back just dead. Sex with the peach. Well, Boom. Down. You know, like, when, no. when scenes like that happen in movies, right? People say, oh, there's yeah. that scene. No, I, I wasn't going like, that's my scene. I just, no, no, I just no, no, remember no, no. I that. I couldn't resist that. not saying. You I know? said that there's that scene in the movie. Yeah. And I'm guessing that probably is like, what, 10 seconds or something. I don't remember how long it was. It's so mm-hmm. comfortable. You should though. go back and clock and see. Just, just watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how long it is. Just watch it on loop. So yeah, that's why I put that Yeah, the only thing, interesting. I've heard of this movie and I honestly like the... First of all, I don't like the Italian countryside in general. It just depresses me. I don't know why. Well, you were in the Italian countryside for two weeks, my man. Did it depress you? I mean, that was fine because it was modern times and we were a family and it was fun. But why does it depress you in not modern times? I don't know. It just it just makes me feel bad. I don't what, know. Is it, it like just, long it just, lost? Like that, oh. it's, 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 it's a purely personal thing. Like it Do just, you know what it means? Does, do you have some kind of connection with something? Something. There's some, maybe it just feels like maybe... Were you in Italy as a child? The day, did I think I might have watched told? Godfather at an, at an early <laughs> age was, and it was, was a little I was too violent. Gonna be Godfather. <laughs> it was going to be something. It's, it's something that, de- that didn't, that I wasn't super okay. optimistic about. And also like, Nah, I'm not going to talk about no, that. No, come on, just, come on. Dude, what? What? What, 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 what weirded what? me out about this whole thing was just that, what's his name? Timothy? Yes. <laughs> Timothy. And did you watch this film? The other guy, and the other main, I didn't watch it because the other Man main, from what's Uncle. his name? You didn't watch Man it because of the peach scene? No, because, no, because honestly, Tim, lo, Timothy looks like he's like 14 and, and, mm-hmm. and, and what's his name? The other, the other guy. Uh, he's in he's Lone Ranger. He's the Lone Ranger. Oh yes, he's just true. I want to remember his name. His name is. I must Army know Hammer. him by his name. He's a Hammer man. Army Hammer. <laughs> Army Hammer looks like he's forty, and that freaked me out. So I just didn't. Yeah. Oh, I guess I, I guess it was it was a, it was a bit yeah. Oh, true. It's just I just could I can't I can't. Yeah. There you go. That's my that's that's the reason. I was just like, uh, is uh, that kid supposed to be underage? I mean, that's, if you're not used terrible. to those kind of scenes, you might feel uncomfortable if you're not, you know, especially yeah. it's not something that's prevalent in the movies. Uh even, you know. So, yeah, there might be um so What yeah. what is going on there, guys, with the age Army Hammer's a bear of oh, a man. Oh, what's the story? Yeah, yeah. You want to know what the, the story? Okay. The oh, the plot is so basically Timothy Shemelim, Shemelim, Shemelim. He and his family Shemelim. had this 
his his dad is an archaeologist and for every summer they basically go to Italy and he, the dad works on the dig and they just chill out, you know, in this country house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the summers, his dad gets an intern who's a student. So, and I think uh, Timothy Even though he Chalamet, looks like he's 48. Timothy Chalamet, I, I can't remember <laughs> specifics, might be he, like, he like 16, 40. 17 age. And this guy's like, you know, he's a student. So he's like 20, 21 maybe. What? He looks like he's 40. Anyway, go on. Exactly. You yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. Well, in the movie, it, it really fades away, that kind of... Hmm. It, it honestly does. And basically, they're both not portrayed as gays. Like, like I know... Um, but at the, at the start, I know Timothy has, like, this girlfriend, Italian local girlfriend and everything. Right. But I guess they connect on um on a sort of like a on a level and then they kind of explore their sexuality and everything and it's very mild it's more like you know talking and everything and it kind of escalates throughout the movie and then basically it has throughout throughout the summer and then he kind of you know uh sort of a bit kind of bittersweet ending you know this this guy's like okay that that was it and that was fine and that was a little little fun we had this summer army says and then he goes away you know and then mm-hmm. and timothy's a little ah. bit broken and there's, yeah. a, there's a touching touching scene that probably would happen his, yeah, yeah and it's this touching scene with his father you know he tries to talk to him and it's also in the 90s and you know and and, and it's they also it's like, do it in the hiding but obviously mm-hmm. the parents Metallica know. and yeah the the parents obviously like you know figured it out um and he's very sad when army leaves and his dad tries to talk to him that's a very touching scene hmm. oh okay yeah that's a good movie. Not beat him up and then throw him out of the house. Yes, you're like, ah, go away. I don't like you. Good. Touching that man. All right. So let's move on to... How about... That was Call Me By Your Name. Yeah. How about I finish off with my... With Thor Ragnarok because it is the best MCU movie. Yeah, you have to you have to watch these I two back one to movie, back. But you can do yours and I'll do mine. Yeah, and then you'll do yours. And Phil has one more movie as well. So I just wanted to finish off with my movies and hear what you guys have to say. So Thor Ragnarok, everyone knows about this movie. Everyone's probably seen it because MCU is big. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite MCU movie. Taika Waititi is a genius. He refurbished Thor. It's funny. It's it's, it's what everything I wanted it to be. A cheesy uh, sci-fi medieval fantasy movie. It's glorious. And I also wanted to choose one MCU movie for the whole list because of the last decade... What was more influential than the MCU? No one knows. It made like yeah. a zillion money. Uh, it, it's insane that they, they made all these movies, that connection, the, the Infinity Saga. Yeah. It's just nuts. I can't believe that happened. And I love it all. So that's that. Um, everyone knows that. No, there's no need to beat the drum. What is first reformed? I, I don't even know what this is. What is this, Jacob? Okay. Jacob, what is this? So I also discovered A24. Ah, oh, uh, this is this is a twenty four I have not seen. What is this? Yes, yes, and it's a movie that really, to me, was like, hmm, this seems like an interesting story. I would oh, love that to check that this poster out. looks spooky. This poster looks spooky. The movie's not what oh. the poster reflects. Go look at some images on Google. Um, okay, so yeah, First spooky. Reform is a movie by Paul Schrader, who I've not heard of before, but mm-hmm. evidently he is known. For some things. He's known sure. for some things. He's known for some things. <laughs> so really selling Paul Schrader here. Paul Schrader and his peaches. So it's interesting. Ethan Hawke <laughs> is the star of this film. Mm-hmm. And uh, the premise is that he is a... Um, well, Paul Schrader is famous for writing such movies as Taxi Driver, oh, Raging okay. Bull, Okay. Affliction. Okay. Oh, so he's a, he's a, writer. a Scorsese affiliator. 
Okay, okay. The writer. But he did direct, but those See, are not I known. He, I knew he did something. Yes, his, his, I am looking at his directorial features, and I do not know these movies. Anyway, so the premise of the story is Ethan Hawke is a um, pastor of a mm -hmm. small um, church in upstate New York, and it centers around him. And it's a very, like, historic church, and, you know, attendance is, like, super, super low. What kind of church is this? It's like a sort of mainline Protestant, um, okay, yeah, yeah. Like Lutheran okay, or, yeah. or something yeah, like yes, that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. And he's, you know, he's like sort of like in this strange place where he's pastoring the church very seriously, but mm -hmm. no one is like coming and everyone has moved on to the mega church across okay. the road. And it's sort of like exploring that thing. But really the story is about him and it, the mood of this film is very, very... Uh, It's very slow. It's very um, depressing. Mm -hmm. um, and the story takes place with him uh, befriending, or he, rather the, the setup of the movie is that he's pastoring this church and then someone uh, comes to him for help, for advice. Mm -hmm. And it turns out to be something much more serious. And he does oh, not Is this going to be an exorcism? No, 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 no supernatural. Okay. <laughs> and he doesn't know how to handle Tim's this. Tim's already going. He's always like telling them, like, just go to this mega church. They have all these different things. And <laughs> they have a band playing worship. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but yeah. But it's really it's great. cool because the, the sort of um, the setting is very interesting. And, mm -hmm. uh, and he himself uh, is a very, very, very like both self right, both like righteous person, but he's also very. Um, what's that called? What's that? The like, um, like describe it. Like a, like you know, um, what's that called? Where, you're not giving us any clues, man. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Like where you inflict pain on yourself because you're like guilty, oh, it's a sinful, <laughs> no, something, sadist? something like that. But, but more in the sense of like, uh, in his writing, he writes this journal, which is like, uh, like a self-deprecating, self-deprecating. Thank you, okay. self-deprecating. He's like uh, an alcoholic. He struggles mm -hmm. and he hides the alcoholism. Uh, everyone around him like sees sort of the destruction that he's putting upon himself, but he's sort of still pretending to mm -hmm. sort of... Uh, it's a very, very interesting sort of character study of this guy. And then throughout the movie, what happens is you start to, <laughs> you start to realize how much more, I guess, sort of in a sense, not to really spoil anything, but things get much more I I crazy. No, 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 no. <laughs> you keep expecting because of the poster. <laughs> Don't look, look away. The poster is a <laughs> little look bit Look at insane. that. Look at that poster. It's just exorcism. It's a bad just poster. Bounding to it's happen. demonic. It's a bad poster. The fire, he's like, I see Because I didn't see the poster. Here. I just saw a picture okay. of Ethan Hawke in the church. And I was like, okay, gotcha. interesting. And uh, so the movie then sort of starts to unravel and things get a m much more um, like darker and ser mm -hmm. more serious and things get a little more insane. And yeah. so not to spoil anything, uh, it's really just this character study of this person, uh, kind of what he's going through huh. and how things go really, really sort of like off the rails for this okay. guy and for the people around him in that sense too. 
So that I think sounds interesting. It, I think I might give it a give it a yeah, watch. I wouldn't say it's like something that <laughs> give it a watch. is uh, like it's not. I wouldn't say it's like a, an amazing film per mm-hmm. se. It's nothing that's going to strike you and be like, "Whoa!" Like this was just like brilliant. But it is for the tone and sort of if you're interested in that sort of setting of this kind of depressive character study, mm-hmm. um, it might might be interesting to you. So, And I liked it because, like I said, I noticed it was on the A24 roster and mm-hmm. I was like, uh, <laughs> probably going to be at least interesting and well <laughs> At least, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, right. know, they know what to choose, nice. those boys. Okay. Cool. That's lovely. So, Philip... We have last movie of 2017, which I'm very glad you picked because I, I didn't have space for it anymore because I struck to my Timmy loo. approves? Yeah, that's I was going to put that there. That was, that was Deacons and Danny strike back. And they They're gave us... They're here a lot. They gave us... What did they give us? Blade Runner 2049. Uh, I was... Uh, yeah, so Blade Runner 2049, I was, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Blade Runner in general, the first movie. I love how it looks. I love the tone. I, I could watch it again, you know, but for me, it's not like I'm a fan. It's not like, you know, like, you do not love the holy man. (laughs) The holy man? Yes. The creator. I'm talking about the first Blade Runner. Yeah, the first Blade Runner. The first Blade Runner is enriched in color by the very Frenchman. First I know, but I'm talking about the first one. Yeah, the first one. Who did the music Ridley for the Scott. first one? Who did the music for the first oh! one? Oh! Vangelis. Vangelis. I forgot. <laughs> How dare I forget his How name? How dare you forget about a true prophet? Vangelis. And his hopeful sounds that he loves to return at the end of the song. Yep. It was, I mean, like, pff, like that movie's, like, great, but I'm, like, not, like, a fan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you know? Do you know what that means? Like, it's just like it's you, un- you I, understand I the value it of it, but you're not like enough. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't have like a time. I don't. You're not a, yeah. a cyberpunk emo. Let's just let's just put it that way. <laughs> you don't dream. But I of do love the neon chairs and neon <laughs> lights on you. <laughs> no, like neon PC rooms. You know, with uh, yeah, no, no LED lights. I mean, I love it, but I don't care about it so much. That's so, okay. uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and like that. That's kind of a movie that. How could you even want to make a sequel of it, right? Yeah. And whenever you, you think of a sequel, like how, whenever you think of a sequel, you think that it's just going to be uh, nonsense. It's going to be Hollywood trash. Yeah. Um, because that was just a movie of its time. You know, it was made perfect lightning in a bottle, that kind of situation. So this movie encapsulates what I feel is like. That it's possible to no 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 okay 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 I know Tim wouldn't like that. no 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 um, no, no that, what 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 am I the police of this say what you want man the, okay well that it's possible to actually even if you think there won't be a good idea to make a sequel for something that is holy you know mm-hmm. for something that is seen as you know like a big deal in the film yeah. culture it's possible that you can do it and you can do a good job and look this man is, I, I'm not against sequels I just for a fact, most sequels are shit, you know? I, like, I don't mind if someone goes that's what, to... Well, me. that's what I thought when 2049 was, you know, announced. Yeah. I'm like, why would you do that? Yeah. And uh, you watch it and you're like, wow, this is this expands on it. This turns it into, like, there there isn't a not reason for it to be existing, except for maybe Harrison Ford just looking like Harrison Ford. <laughs> With his haircut. Old man Harrison Ford. And his earring. Old he has to show Ford. off his earring. Old man Ford, yeah. yeah. Did you um, like it, uh, and, Jacob? Sorry, I um, cut you off there, Phil. I think that for me, 
the atmosphere was very interesting. I mm-hmm. guess maybe I expected a little more sort of answers sort of to the, to to, the history. To be fair, I, I agree with Jacob. Mm-hmm. I I will say that um, it's not like super amazing, but it's just some, but I'm just so impressed at how it was pulled off, you know? I think I wasn't like in love with, you know, the vibe that maybe you guys yeah. liked more. Oh, you yeah. I guess not, not a cyberpunk emo. Either. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> that's the case, yeah. And also I wanted more of the sci-fi um, sort of... Noir? More of the sci-fi like philosophical stuff slash... Oh, okay, yes. Um, Do androids dream lore. of electric sheep? Because they had exactly. like stuff yeah. right from the from the first one, they sort of set things up, and you're like, "Ooh, what's going on?" Right? Ooh, ooh, ooh. and so mm-hmm. I thought maybe the second one might be like a big, you know, replicants, a big reveal of like the answers are all here, and I'd be like, "Interesting." Right. Well, we have to wait this for the one, trilogy to end to find the answers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one, honestly, this one like kind of made it bigger. You know what I mean? Instead of it being Evangelis, <laughs> and instead of it being Evangelis. like intricate and uh, small, spacious, and like very shadowy. This one is like poof, color, that kind of thing. Um, and I, I have to just mention that I, I, I almost teared up at the end, like the last shot with Harrison Ford. Last shot of Harrison Ford. Yeah, wasn't it? He's looking. Spoilers, looking at his daughter. Oh, that's true. That's true. He gets it. He gets it in the end. But the uh, good old replicant. Ryan oh Gosling. yes, he also nice. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. A robot he's, he's can't a die. He's boy. shut off. He's, he's shut a off. Boy, though, he's turned off. They're not people. Hashtag robots are not. And people. I want to. Okay, that's Blade Runner twenty forty nine. But I did want to put special mention. I should have put Logan in there, but I didn't. Yeah, didn't and you? it was, was either that or Logan. Was like, Don't know. Oh, why didn't you put? Logan? I think it's. I think it's because Logan. I haven't seen it since the theater. Look, <laughs> as you forgot. You forgot about. Let's see what else is in two thousand seventeen. Logan. Logan. Slogan. Yeah, oh. really good movie. I I almost cried at the end of Logan. So there we go. A good, uh, there's some good. There's some good movies. There's good movies in that. In that. Shape of Water. Do you remember that? Disaster Artist. Oh yeah, I haven't How seen that. Guys put disaster Artist. <laughs> disaster. Yeah, I didn't like to do yeah, Disaster Artist. But Phantom Thread is a good movie. If you read the book of that, of that. Oh yeah, Phantom. You should Threat. get. You should watch that movie. Phantom Thread is, is a glorious movie. Damn, so many okay. good movies. Okay, let's let's we don't have time for the look at the non-pickers. No, let's keep going. Let's move on. 2018. What? Not much Here we are. We're well, almost there. Department. My eye, my eye looks at something here. The two boys pick. You picked a Spuderman. Yes, Spuderman back in action. The boys are back. Yep. You guys. This one is Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. You guys enjoy Spuderman? Yes, yes, I like. I like Spider Man <laughs> into the Spider Verse. Nice Spider Verse was uh, f- f- felt very uh, fresh, you know, like um, when donuts are fresh. <laughs> ah, the fresh donuts, <laughs> very this fresh. Was like fresh, sprinkle uh, crispy, like fresh, like fresh bread out of <gasps> the oven. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why do we always fresh turn into Bella Lugosi? Oh, yeah, yeah, spider, fresh. <laughs> spider fresh. Spider fresh. fresh. Fresh spider on my it's plate. It's like the bread is crispy on the outside, but soft I wake up on the inside. And fresh spider. And I'm like, oh, num, num. So yeah, do you want to talk about it or should I talk about um, it? I, I can just say a couple of sentences, which was that when we were going to the movie, I thought like, what in the world is this? I was like, like, you know, 
based on the poster and you know, the fourth like Spider-Man in the last twenty years this is nuts. And, and I was like, I was like, what is this? Like, this is Sony, right? Sony Spider-Man, not yeah. Marvel. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. And I was like, is this going to be like some very Be cautious of the program oriented towards just like a younger audience? No idea. Yeah. And then, I thought it was going to be just a kind of generic hero's journey. Movie. Right, mm-hmm. right. And then, you know, you start watching the movie and it, it's just rolling and rolling. And you're like, huh. And it felt very, very fresh and fun and uh, hilarious. Yeah. And, and just the animation style and it just felt very like you really didn't know what was going to happen next and yeah. I, I was a very enjoyable entertaining movie yeah what did you think of I the ending? really liked it I, I thought the ending was a little bit weak the ending was a bit much. i thought i thought the ending battle wasn't the yeah. best mm. it wasn't these for me superheroes that battle, movies they always they always suffer they always do the like ending this, yeah, battle. Like yeah that's a great example it could have been something much less like the, the Doctor Strange ending. That was such a good twist on that, you know. Mm, true. The, the battle. It, it didn't turn into, yeah. you know, Battle of the In terms of yeah. explosions all over the world. But other but other than that, like, the story was told very well. Mm-hmm. It was, like, very... It had a lot of heart to it. Like, I was so... Like, I could relate to a lot of parts in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched it again mm-hmm. uh, recently. The first time since theaters. And I'm just like, I thought it wasn't that good but i watched it again and like yeah again. it's still that good okay, yeah so you haven't even seen it since yeah. you have reaffirmed reaffirmed yes <laughs> yeah yeah you should watch it you should watch re-firmed. it again my favorite joke of that whole movie is when they're stealing the computer from that lab and poor old baby spider-man is taking like the monitor and the computer and everything just running <laughs> through the whole thing and then he's like uh we don't need that it just throws away the monitor it's just as was funny that was funny there was some good stuff with the with the lazy peter parker yeah, yeah. i like that peter b parker laser a laser P? Mm. Laser P. <laughs> Cut the toilet in half. <laughs> that sounds <Yeah>. good. Laser P. <laughs> it's good music too. Lightsaber. <laughs> Great music. Okay. Oh, that's what it sounds like uh, when I go to the bathroom. It's the second best Star. It's a, it's the second best Spider-Man movie. <laughs> Starbucks. What? <laughs> I was gonna say Star Wars. Then oh. I remembered. I was talking about Spider-Man. It's both start on S. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, Marvel, you got Infinity War there. I see. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Me, yes. Yes. Did we see that together? Do I remember? No, we didn't. We never watched any of these together. No, Filippo. We did not. Are you sure? We didn't. No, because we never came over in the summer. Remember, this was like May. This was like late April. That's true. Too hot. I'm trying to remember if we ever watched a Marvel movie together. Uh, I, this is on my list because for me, it feels like, um, I want, this is, this has a lot of replay value for me. I can watch it again and again. I feel so much more than Endgame and I love Endgame, but I think yeah. Infinity and War is just a little bit tighter for me and watching this in the theaters. True. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know how they were going to do it. And so as the movie kept going, who knew what was happening and that kept me, very engaged and entertained watching it. And that ending. And I just, it's. Yeah, ending was great. And I can't, like, they tricked me. They did. They said that the fir- first Avengers 3 movie will be a totally different yeah. story, and the fourth one will be a totally different story. And I thought, and then I noticed that the ending was coming because it's already been yeah. like, you, you know, you can kind of feel it. Yeah. And I'm like, 
They tripped me. They're <laughs> all going to die. Because I just remember watching this in a big theater screen. I, I remember, I remember the ending. You know, like when the credits came mm -hmm. up, no one was clapping. No one was. Everyone was kind of quiet. Yes. Um, and I remember there was a thunderstorm afterwards. Uh, so what an experience. Hmm. Yes. What so an experience. I just I put Infinity War here because I feel like this is. In my ranking of mm -hmm. Marvel movies, I think this is number three. Hmm. Okay. The top three, if not number four, but I think it's number three. Oh, don't don't put it down. Keep it up. For, <laughs> for, first, yeah, first one being Iron Man, second one being Avengers. Ah, but that's I the progression, you know. That's the progression you go you go through. Start off with Iron go. and with Avengers. Okay, Man. let's let's <laughs> okay. Um, let's talk about a movie that uh, I pick. Which one would you like yes. to hear about? I would like to hear. I want to see Roma. I want to hear about Roma. 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 Roma is a beautiful, beautiful movie. It's something that I don't have a physical connection to. I did not grow up in Mexico as a child. I've never been to El Mexico. But Alfonso Cuaron films yes, this movie Cuaron. in black and white and makes you feel like you actually did. It's insane. It's insane how he can... And that for, for a fact in the 70s, you know. And he can portray that without any gimmicks without any feeling it falls no just they were all like very nice stable and he takes wide shots and he takes his time with everything and, and you really get a sense of life and you get a really sense of characters and what it means and the elements that are portrayed there as they are that are nostalgic to his childhood mm -hmm. you can really feel it and and you really understand it and you understand mm. the dynamics between the people you do understand motivations and mm -hmm. it should have won the oscar to be honest hmm. uh if what, what, what won the oscar for this for this year oh i don't know my friend i don't know no it was, no, you no. Know, it was it was that stupid movie the green no the road no the book the green book oh yeah <laughs> which is just, yeah that sucks which, which is that sucks yeah man. that was bad. uh so funny story i was watching roma mm -hmm. oh you watched roma and i i was watching it and I paused it and I said, I'll, I'll, I'll finish oh, no. it later. Oh, no. <laughs> and you can tell what happened then. Yeah. Yeah. You never oh, visited no. Roma ever again. Cause you don't like those yeah. Italians. No, that's the, that's <laughs> the other thing. Like I just didn't like the environment again. It's just a personal thing. Once again, I know, like, but I know because similar. Phil talked about this before. He can't, he gets shivers. If you I watch like a Spielberg movie when there's like dust in the air and there's like, Oh dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's bad. Really like that the Spielberg horror trilogy for me are E.T. Jaws and Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Maybe that's what it's coming from. It's just that 70s Maybe, and yeah. 80s kind of, you know, 35 millimeter full of volumetic lights and, and dust. It just yeah, freaks there you we out. Go. Okay. That's, that's interesting. That's it. He yeah. likes it. Is interesting. Film, film likes his movies clean. clean. And I like the clean. clean boy. <laughs> He's a clean boy. All right. So what do we got here? Uh, Fallout. What the hell is that? You can't put games in here. Yeah. Philip. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> what is Fallout? <laughs> Fallout is uh, the what was it? The sixth Mission Impossible movie. Oh, you hiding Mission oh, Impossible here? <laughs> yeah, it was great. Honestly, like I Which was, was so. The one with uh, the one with um, Henry Cavill. Oh, with his mustache. Oh, with his mustache. Right. He's such that a beast a in one. that movie. Yeah, that was a fun. Movie. It was a fun movie. Kind of trails like, off in the end with the like whole everything. I don't know. They, 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 I don't like with the helicopter. And, was it the with the helicopter? Yeah, the one where Tom Cruise is trying to kill himself. Oh, the one with the um, 
medical the bomb the bomb the medical bombs Mm. exactly like at at that point in the end i was like kind of like zoning out but i think with with henry cavill and his mustache and they're fighting in the bathroom that was good stuff (laughs) Uh, hey but also the the one where they drop down and do the halo jump halo no i didn't i didn't from the plane it's a good shot it's a good shot but i didn't feel it i didn't i didn't it didn't connect it was it was not yeah you know why because they added cg storm clouds in there Ah. but that was an actual shot they actually filmed it jumping down the plane Ooh, yeah but they put cg clouds and it didn't look that real um the reason why it's on here is because i can't believe that the mission impossible series could get like improve so okay like that was interesting i like vanessa kirby i want to see her more movies she's got a She's got a s- Vanessa Kirby. She plays in it. She's beautiful. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'm obviously, but she's got a really like mysterious look behind her. She's always like, I don't know what that woman is scheming in her head. Should be in more movies, right? She's yeah. a schema. She's a schema, and she's beautiful as Phil. Schema, so, schema, schema. As Phil has yes. has said. Um, so let's move on away from this beautiful woman and this beautiful movie, Fallout, you have hidden here. Let's talk about a documentary that Jacob put in here that I watched okay. as well. Yeah, what is this? So That's you, a Netflix you, one, right? Tell me about it. I've never heard of it. I'll Rashida Jones it. has produced this movie. So what's interesting about this movie is no, that... No, she didn't. Sorry. She produced the other movie. Never mind. Never mind. I forgot. Continue. Uh, I apologize. This is a movie that me and Paolo went to watch at the same theater that we also went to watch Lady Bird in. Mm-hmm. What was interesting is that we went in like a smaller. There was like there's like one big theater and one smaller theater at this place, and actually that was uh, the same day that we uh, got together, which is surprising. Ooh, so a little bit of so a little history. history. Yes, yes. And uh, I was like, hey, let's go. Like, I'm gonna go check out this movie called Whitney because I was like, it's a documentary. Sounds kind of interesting. Why don't I'm we a documentary guy. I, uh, <laughs> I just like docs. I'm a doc and, man. Um, yeah, so that's that's a little history there. And uh, the film itself, I think, is... Um, it was okay. <laughs> it wasn't really super amazing, <laughs> to be honest it's with you. It's a sad movie. But it's interesting it's that movie, you picked man. a documentary of a of another yes singer singer when you, and with who died. and her first name is the title of the documentary and then there's angel i think it's very and they both are dead yeah how drug overdose and there's sad stories how fame but you know i want to say and the business killed them so so killed if we're going to compare dead. these arbitrarily amy and whitney mm-hmm. um what was <laughs> that to be a movie called <laughs> with amy and whitney be like an action hero that's that's when they make the Avengers documentary, yeah, yeah. Amy and Whitney. Yeah, exactly. So with Amy, what they did well, I think, was that they really sort of balanced things out with presenting mm-hmm. who she was, her background, all that stuff, and then later on get into sort of the complications of stardom slash mm-hmm. music biz. Whitney, I felt, was very strange because, okay, with Amy, I kind of got a feel for sort of the music she did and, and maybe even the records she put out and her timeline mm-hmm. it was very clear. Whitney was weird in that sense because I came in kind of wanting to learn more about her as an artist because I had never really known all her oh. music. And I think the documentary a little bit kind of expects you to know more about her. And, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and they kind of uh, are really focused on the the sort of drama, dramatic, you know, aspect. It, it was very mellow. It was like, look yeah. at this poor woman. 
This yeah. poor woman, everything bad happens. Yeah, to and her. honestly, like I know, I know this poor way, woman. A good example is: <laughs> Do we have this here? And we did have it in the, this mega epic decade. I talked Which? about Sound City, right? Yes, yes, yes. And well, dude, the, but that's different. I, I know, I know, it's different. But I'm just giving an example, a small example. Is that Sound City? What I loved about it is that they would give you like very clear snippets of music as examples, mm-hmm. right? And that's you know great because then you're like whoa that sounds great i might check that out and i was expecting that with whitney i was expecting like oh well, oh have- but that was that was a very different movie that was a personal story it wasn't it wasn't about the music at all she never wrote the music either you know what i mean okay but oh you're right okay, okay. But fair she's enough. a performer it's about the performance and i guess i i guess i i, I understand point. what you're saying I, but saying it's a different different very different movie I I'm just say. saying that let's say if we compare Amy, Amy presented that much clearer and better for mm-hmm. like newcomers, and you can understand all that stuff. Whitney, yeah. I felt, was more like just focused on this, on the problematics of her life, and then later on, it gets even more melodramatic. So anyway, that was my opinion. So that's good. I yeah, I watched but, it. It was it was interesting. She yeah. is a poor woman, you know. It's yeah. you know what you know what hurt me the most um, in that movie and i guess i I don't you don't know to trust her or not because it's portrayed in a certain way in the movie but basically how her family treated her how they used her and you know it's like it's someone you trust and someone you know of all the business people and all the people who are trying to suck the money out of you you know you are nice to your family you give them jobs and in the end they kind of just you know use you like this this money that was like the saddest part to me Mm -hmm. i just learned that whitney houston's daughter died too Uh yep it's terrible Sad, sad stuff all around. Yeah, business bad. Music business bad. You must. By anyway, so yeah, person must be significant strong. film for me, but the movie itself was gotcha better. Okay, okay, that's just good. So we have two more movies on the list for me. Which one do you want to know about? Two more. I would like first. to know about. We can go with old Stalingrad. Death of Stalin. Death of Stalin. Highly recommend. One of the funniest movies I've ever seen. It's absolutely hilarious. Dark comedy, satire. Oh, it's with Jason Isaacs too, isn't it? Yep, 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 yep. It's basically Stalin dies and what do the high-ranking officers of the Russian Soviet hmm. Union do after it? It's it's portrayed... Steve Buscemi's in, in this as well. Dude, he, he plays... What does he play? I forgot who they play. But it's like, it's really making fun of the regime and how things were mm-hmm. it's really tongue in cheek and it it's that got that dark humor kind of just making fun of like the, just how bad everything is but it's never 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 too much it's i think it's it's a good, it's a good amount and i don't know it's really really funny hmm. I, I have to say it's not like you know kooky and but it really understands the subject matter okay there's some nice. there's some definitely like some artistic liberties on portraying some of the actual, you know, uh events, but still definitely I would recommend that. And then the other movie I have here is The Favorite. Tell us. Which I spell the favorite. Favorite. Is it the well, favorite? Uh, <laughs> no, it's just favorite. I don't know how to spell. So mm, uh, I'm joking. It's like a I'm movie like boat. Your uh yes. <laughs> it is the, oh, one of the I favorite. I wanted to see this. It's a movie about Yorgos Latimos. I want to see... A man from Greece. This man... I saw a movie a long time ago that he made called Dogtooth, and I was very interested. That movie was 
creepy as hell. And I love hold it. Hold on, and hold on, hold on. There's a movie called The Favorite, which that's is what I'm looking at Queen Elizabeth. Yes, that's what I want yes, to see. Yes, 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 yes. But Emma Stone and yeah. Uh, who else was what there? are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? Olivia Coleman. What do you mean? The Favorite. Came oh, okay. Same thing. Yeah, you got Emma Stone Olivia and Coleman. you got Olivia Coleman, uh, Rachel Okay, because you're saying it's about a Greek man from Greece. Oh, that's the director. <gasps> oh. The uh, director. I was like, what? <laughs> what kind of, what and, is this? And I saw, and I saw the movie, this first movie called, well, not this first movie, but the movie that I saw was Dogtooth and I saw it in 2009. And, and it was really cool. And I completely forgot about this director. And then about the time The Favourite was coming out, I was like, oh, this looks cool. Emma Stone is like, like, like what, did, what did this guy make? And I was like, oh, I made The Lobster. I really interested that. The oh, Killing of the Sacred the Deer. The Lobster, of course. And then I was like, I got to check this move out. And I, and I watched those two movies and I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm so excited for The Favourite mm. now. <laughs> so I was, and, and that movie doesn't, didn't disappoint. And I think... I think it's the strongest movie. It's it's not as weird and it's not as dreadful as his other movies. It's a little bit more. It really. Did you, did you guys watch um, the Kubrick movie? Um, no. Larry, the, what's it called? Barry uh, Lyndon. Barry mm. Lyndon. Yeah, it's it's very very reminiscent of that. And I if you like that Lyndon. movie, then Lyndon Barry Lyndon is an epic movie. It's 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 something special. Oh, okay. I'll, Kubrick movies are something special. So yeah, those are my 2017, 2018, 2017. <laughs> because now we're pretty much done because 2019 yeah. we had covered everything. We did our podcast. podcast and Tim we did our please, podcast. You yeah. can let us know about these extra films, which we didn't cover. And then we're done. Yeah. Wow. So I'm just going to read out what we, Phil has the lonely parasite here. Yeah. That's all <laughs> I got. I, I don't know what else. Honestly, I don't know what else they could put <laughs> on. You're a maniac, <laughs> Philip. <laughs> so <laughs> you're a maniac, Philip. Okay. What? And then Jacob, I am disappointed in your list, man. What did you what want me this? to put? Uh, uh, okay. Um, look, look, I'm not judging you. I'm not judging you. I would just think there'll be more movies you like. I don't know, man. Doesn't matter. I, doesn't I looked, it? I looked through and I thought it would be funnier if I put one so you can be like, wow, not many good movies out today, huh? And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> All interesting right, so, thought process. So, so, it's an interesting thought process and it happened. You're a prophet. Congratulations. <laughs> so now we have Jacob. Parasito. We talked about that. We talk about Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. We talked about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We didn't talk about 1917, we which didn't. I didn't see yet. So would you Check recommend? It yes. Hi, I liked Dickens. it. I liked 1917. Maybe I should have put t- that t- on too. Take the time. If you're going to watch 1917, don't watch mm-hmm. it like in a rushed environment. Yeah. Just take the also, nice evening on a bus. Also, I've heard. I've heard. I've, yeah, <laughs> I've heard. Uh, I've heard like mixed reviews <laughs> about get a it. Peach. I've heard mixed reviews about it. Some people say it's uh-huh. corny, and some people say they use the one take gimmick too much. In my opinion, oh, one take gimmick. Yeah, in one, in my opinion, I thought it actually helped portray certain parts of war where you can't yeah. cut away. You have to keep yes. going on the same take. You know, you can't. It puts mm-hmm. you in the situation. Yeah. So I there was parts like that, and um, there was also... Well, Sam Mendes, the director, yeah. made a movie with Roger Deakins' Skyfall, which I had on the list here. Yeah. Um, well, so 1917 I, is I'm there, I'm excited. Too. I'm excited. Yeah, so just, just then, take, take an evening, you know, dim the lights, and just... Yeah. I think I think you might find it interesting. And, and then I when I was... It. Oh, okay. I, but I think I'll enjoy it. I think, I think... I, I might not hate it. I don't know. Who knows? You never Who know. Knows? You never know with movies. Tell us Who about knows? these final movies. So yeah, finally, your your magnum <laughs> opus. Okay, so I lost my mind at the end of making this list. I couldn't decide. 
Um, so I have Parasito. You know what? Parasito is a great movie, but it's not going to go on my list. Everyone has Parasito. Okay. I you going to erase it? You're just going to erase yeah. it? Endgame, I was going to... Delete it. I was gonna. I was. I was wondering why you put Endgame. I wanted to hear about your personal experience. I put only Endgame here because long. I wanted to honor the MCU, but I've already done that with Thor Ragnarok. So Endgame, be gone. And I have oh, to. Oh, I wanted left, to hear. I really with... wanted to hear what you thought about it. Look, Endgame is great, and I love it. And it. We talked about it to death. I just yeah, something yeah. special about how they finished with the Infinity War and Endgame together. It's just, it's just perfect. It, that's, they know what to do. So we have Jojo Rabito, which we talked about. Mm-hmm. And there were two movies. Yeah. And, uh, and the one is Knives Out. That man, that's... Interesting that's that, such that a, came to your list. Yeah, Knives Out. I enjoyed it. I watched it with... Uh, it came out on home release uh, recently, and I watched oh, it Oh, wait, it did? I should watch yes. it. Yeah, we should watch and, it. And uh, Emma's a huge fan of mystery and uh, oh, detective mm, stuff. Nice. So, and it's a bit of a... It's a bit of a play on that genre, so I was super excited, and she absolutely loved it so much. She was so excited to watch that movie that she wanted to watch it again oh, that's immediately. Nice. So uh, that I was super excited. So and, would you and recommend? It's, yes, it's a very uh, endearing movie. I would say it's okay. just a fun movie to watch. It's so many great characters and it's so many acting uh, bits, and it's great writing as well. So Knives Out. It's a cool. spin on the a spin on the old detective mystery Cluedo genre, which is lovely. A spin on the old uh, private dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, spit on your private dicks, everyone, and let's move on to no. It's a spin- you know what a, you, you know what a private dick is, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's not a public dick. No, <laughs> no, it's, the, it's a private your dick. Own. Private it's detective. A, yes, Why that's what they called it. That's what, they, that's what they called it. Oh, that was like a shortened name. Oh, yeah. like a film noir? Yeah, yeah. Give me yeah. a private dick. So they called them <laughs> PJ. <laughs> dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need a private dick right now. Private dick. I'm going to lose it. Let's go. Last movie. Last movie. Lighthouse. This is your Last favorite, man. We've been ta- you've been talking about this for like a year and a half. It's, it's everything. Let's I hear it. And more. It's everything. Lighthouse. I and more. Robert Eggers comes back. He comes back with full force and he's... And he's more, it's it's more artistic expression, it's more stubborn, just portraying what he had in his head, it's 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 more vague plot-wise, and it's just, <laughs> it's just visually, it's more, more deliberate, it's, it's just, the, 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 you know, the, the artist grows, and he produced The Lighthouse, and, and it, again, it's on my wavelength, it's, it's about two... Two uh, lighthouse mm-hmm. keepers, Ooh. one young, one old, uh, mm-hmm. and they—that's how even the script is written: young and old. Those are the only two characters we have in the movie, and they are scheduled to work on this house, uh, this lighthouse on an island. Uh, one is the old school keeper who's been working there, and then there's a new guy. So old, old guy is um, what's his face? Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Willem Dafoe, and uh, new guy is Mister Twilight. Oh. Mister Batman. Mr. Batman, yes. Okay. Um, and, uh, well, basically, they are kind of stranded there um, because of the storm, and they lose their minds. And there's all <laughs> sorts of craziness going on. There's, like, some reveals of... I, of all I know is... Of, of, of character, and there's, yeah. like, some plot lines, and it goes into this this feeling of how it feels. Is I would I would say it as, like, a fever. It's like a fever dream, I would, I would put it. Ah, how it starts to feel of things you see and things you feel. And, and it's funny. Is it hmm. so funny? The, the, there's a, 
there's an entire scene where they're drunk and and then you know you you pass the drunk high and you're down and they're talking about stuff and 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 uh you uh, says william defoe's cooking sucks and he's like oh he's talking about it back you take it back. Me, don't me cooking is good. And he like, speaks like, <laughs> like, oh, you like take a pirate. it back. And then Hark, he you don't gives, like my lobster. And that's the yes, only thing like, I know because people keep joking about it all the time. It's amazing. And then he gives this four minute curse because he doesn't <laughs> like his cooking. And it's just amazing shot. And also technically this movie is crazy. He shot everything um, uh, on these vintage lenses it's on a black and white stock mm-hmm. and this crazy square aspect ratio and what they did to everyone look really like they used a blue filter oh kind of blocks out the red um oh. light so everyone's uh, skin is like really dark or something yes a really oh. dark and really rugged and it just gives you this this really creepy feeling of, of everything because you're not used to seeing people like that and and also the light is very sort of like super like 20s kind of one light usually like a harsh mm-hmm. light because also they're using on this film stock it's it's very bad sensitive so they have to use these insane powerful lights to light right. everything because otherwise you wouldn't see anything there so it's a really high contrast movie, and the, and that shot when he's giving the curse because he's mad he doesn't like his cooking, <laughs> it's just like from a downward angle, and it's like one shot, and and William Defoe stands up, and it is it's amazing performance, and <laughs> the light is from below, and and the light how it hits his eyes and his uh, sockets is just super creepy, and it's hilarious at the same time. So, <laughs> movie of the year, man, Lighthouse, okay. Lighthouse, very cool, wow. Definitely wow! Check it out. So crazy. that's it. Hey, Tim, Tim, wait. What did Uncut Gems come out in 2019? Yes, it did. I didn't watch it. It was on Netflix. Actually. I saw it. I saw it. What did it, you think? Of- it was pretty good. You should watch it. I I definitely have it. Definitely on. The it list. is so. It's like, it's like I know. I know many people have told you this already, but like it's super stressful. No, oh, I've I've heard it's like, that they you want to super- be stressed out. Let's do it. Okay, okay, okay. That's gonna be fun. That's gonna yeah. be fun. Um, I don't know. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say anything because I didn't know what was going on. But then I noticed what's happening, and it's like, um, like. Oh the, no, no! I don't want to know. Okay, I don't want to okay. know nothing. No, no, okay. Yeah, nothing. I don't want to know. Th- I right, want to so go. That's uncut gems. That's <laughs> wow, that's, that's that. So we made it through. Thank you for listening to this twofold podcast special. Bonanza yes. Ranza. Bonanza. I think we did a good job on the first bon- one bon- bon- time wise at 145, I believe. <laughs> and Here now we went back to our old ways like Now you don't like me lobsters. Yes. Relapse, alcoholics, relapse. Yeah. That's kind of what it feels like. But it's okay. It's a special. We we tried, but unfortunately we like talking to each other and it just happened. True, so true. we apologize. Hopefully you enjoyed it and it's obscene length it is a special i mean if you think about it a decade i mean that's that's lot. true that's, that's true a decade yeah. of a movie you gotta you gotta split we could have split it to another part but you know what no, but it was, nah. uh, i like our hopeful uh one episode yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, one episode one hour we're like we're not, we have but nothing you know, to say math, about these movies the math would have been i think like each movie review been two three minutes i think if you wanted yeah. to do the classic time impossible so, so yeah, this has been a decade Impossible. of movie watching, yeah. and um, it's been it's been interesting. It's been yep. interesting. Yep. Who knows what the would, next decade will hold? If you like specials like yeah. this, suggest some themed specials. Maybe true, we can do something true. like that. Mm, yes, and also 
if you have a list of the decade, please send it over. Send it on Instagram. Uh, find us, Twofold Podcast. We'll probably post these lists on the Instagram as well, so you can look at it in detail if you missed something. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the rules are three movies, one up to three movies per year from 2010, 2019. I would really like to see your picks because you I found out a few good movies. We should make a movies. little uh, type form Let thing. People can submit if they want, maybe. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll try <laughs> instead and see what happens anyone have any final words did you do you think this was a strong decade of movies i do personally i think tim does yeah i do what about you guys i don't know what to say i don't know what to say like if you can if you go to the the previous decade i don't know what to say either so i was true <laughs> informative <laughs> answer true. from phil uh, yep that's <laughs> me uh, that's true I, I think um the the the, the decade was I'm, this uh, decade both, was dominated yeah. by mcu i think like it was MCU very, and A24. It's all about yeah, abbreviations. Yeah, like that. I think I would say in this decade, uh, you know, it's it's always a, a learning curve in terms of uh, always expanding your interests, mm. always expanding your um, palette of movies and finding out what movies are um, are more intriguing than movies you might have liked in the past. Yep. Um, so I think that's kind of the decade probably for me. And also, like I said, nice. uh, I was the only guy who spiced it up with documentaries. It's true, it's true. Hey, you hey, I put some documentaries. Actually, I, 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 I did. Well, Where? Waking Sleeping waking Beauty, Beauty uh, Death of Superman Lives. Two. It's true. I think that's two. it. Two. Yeah. Anyway, two. so documentaries, check them out. Um, watch Side by Side. Watch Side Keanu. by Side. Yeah, go Tim, watch that. It's great. I will. And uh, interesting, interesting times we live in. That's the same. <laughs> the That's next same. decade will be in our 30s. So let's see if we'll be absolutely destroyed by life and not be excited about this. I see we'll... you will be in your 30s, but I will partially be in your 30s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. Enjoy yeah. your three yeah. years of two years or how many have yeah. of, of, this, of this 20th. 20s. <laughs> so It'll be weird next time doing this and then we'll, I'll be 40. I'll be like, hey guys, I'm 40 now. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Well, that's it. Um, thank I, you. For I listening. think the music is music is playing. Yeah. yeah thank you for listening playing. to the special. Yeah. Absolutely. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I hope so we'll be resuming the regular episodes. Uh, yeah. The regular schmeckle. Right after this, um, Philip just sent uh, Jacob sent me a picture of me naked in Minecraft. That's beautiful. Um, <laughs> I hoped you would have seen it while we were recording. Ah, uh, it's a too gift, late as a gift. But that's a okay. great gift. The, the music's going up, guys. Right. We're done. And since I only got three movies, I'm just going to run quickly as the music is playing through all the movies that I didn't get to say. So oh. thank you, goodbye. And here's the list: uh, The Wolfman, uh, Inception, uh, Machete, Let Me In, uh, Jackass 3, uh, The King's Speech, Black Swan, True Grit, uh, Attack of the Blocks, Sucker Punch, Hannah, uh, Bridesmaids, uh, The Artist. Uh, Crazy Stupid Love, uh, Fright Night, uh, Moneyball, uh, the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> 21 Jump Street, um, Fury, uh, Safety Not Guaranteed, The Master. Wow, dude, you have um, a lot of movies that were like B list. Uh, let's see, uh, uh, it, pff, Zero Theorem, uh, 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 
uh, Dallas Buyers Club, uh, American Hustle, Wolf of Wall Street, Her, that was a hard one, uh, Chef, oh, I love that movie, Godzilla, uh, It Follows, uh, it follows. 22 Jump Street, uh, Snowpiercer, ooh, Snowpiercer, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Gone Girl, Inherit Heist, Vice, that was a good movie, uh, Big Hero 6, I like that a lot, um, uh, Ex Machina, amazing movie, Tangerine, The Lobster, Inside Out, Youth, um, Spotlight, amazing movie. Uh, Crimson Peak, interesting. Youth, uh, The Hateful Eight, The Revenant, Hail Caesar, um, uh, Florence Jen- Jenkins, The Nice Guys, The Neon Demon, uh, uh, Lights Out, uh, It, Doctor Strange, Manchester by the Sea, The Big Sick, uh, Logan, Kong Sky Island, Colossal, It Comes at Night, Spider-Man, Homecoming, uh, Wine River, A Good Time, uh, then we have, uh, 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 we did the one, uh, the Phantom Thread, uh, Game Night, uh, Isle of Dogs, uh, Hereditary, uh, Eighth Grade, uh, First Man, About a Buster Strike, that's a good movie, man. 